Chris Thomas. Mark Thompson. It's your girl Car. You're listening to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. What's going on, everybody? Chilling. Hey, How you feeling? Hey, hey, hey. Feeling good, man. The, the people, can they see you from the link? Can they see you, or is your back to the jaw? No, it's my back to the jaw. Anyway, y'all need to see Chris. He is clean. He got a blazer on, looking sharp. It's a pinstripe blazer on. With like, the Miller Lite tea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen, I mean, there's a reason clean. why I went to radio, so that way people can't see my face. <laughs> I can dig it, bro. Yeah, man. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. You know, NBA, uh, NBA. You know, preseason basketball is definitely underway. Can't wait. First time we saw Kevin she Durant. Calm. She ready. She got. First her time we see Kevin Durant on the court in like Perfect. over 18 months. Yes. Uh, Sixers play tonight. You know, brand new Sixers team against you know the now 6'10 Jason Tatum and oh. the Boston Celtics. <laughs> right. Uh, Lamelo um, Lamelo Ball also had two NBA preseason games now under his belt. Mm -hmm. Contenders, pretenders, pre. Uh, NBA war predictions, tenders and contenders, yep. and a bunch of other things. But now, before we dive right into all of that, we're going to dive right into the NFL. Hold on. Before we get into the NFL, let the people know what we're doing at the end. Oh, that's right. At the end, our topic question for today is, who would win in a versus? Would it be Mr. Kanye West or Drake? Easy. Yeah. yeah. We already know. I can't, I can't wait. I'm excited. I got my 10 songs. Yeah. You know, and we're going we to make it happen. Yeah, man. And listen, if you want to join that discussion, Mark, you want to give that call number? That phone number is 215-763-9596. Yeah, man. Listen, you're definitely ready for the season, man. Look at me, man. you got the driving gloves I'm on, I'm in man. here dying, dog. It is cold in here. Like, I'm, Just like, to say. I'm not playing Just around. Like, I'm freezing. I think I'm wearing this blazer. Look at <laughs> the only reason I don't have my fleece on is because I'm like, they're going to see my Eagles hoodie because we won. Finally. Oh, 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 now you want to come out of hiding. Uh, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. You know, I had to, I had to peek my head out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make sure, make sure it was it was safe safe to come out. Yeah, so uh, let's let's just talk about it. Jalen Hurts first start. He was the youngest um, NF, uh, starter for Philadelphia Eagles history, beating Randall Cunningham by a few days. And the Sixers beat arguably the best team in the NFL in the New Orleans Saints, 21-24. Mm. Jalen Hurts, uh, 17 of 30, about 164 yards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he became also the second quarterback in NFL history to rush for over 100 yards and throw for 100, over 100 yards in his uh, rookie debut. Uh, Lamar Jackson did it two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, listen, first impressions? Um, Honestly, it's it's really what I expected. Like, I, I, I kind of expected this from Jalen Hurts. Just, you know, review. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was a big Jalen Hurts fan when he was in college. Like, no, I seen him on the tail end. I know he was a Heisman runner-up, et cetera, et cetera. And to be honest, I had never thought seeing him in college that he would ever end up in Midnight Green. So I never really analyzed him too much, especially with Carson Wentz. I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, of course. Um, but no, seeing him, I just knew that, you know, first off, a couple of things that I saw that I looked from him, that he just looked comfortable, believe it or not, like, he looked comfortable. He looked poised in the pocket. As I was saying last week, he looked at those two progressions, one, two, I'm gone. And as you saw, he definitely took off. He had a what? You said 106 rushing yards on 18 attempts, which is fantastic. But here's the one thing that really stands out to me. The fact that he had zero sacks and zero hits. Now, that stands out a yeah, lot, too. Yeah, fumble, though. 
Yeah, but that wasn't his fault. Yeah. That's not his fault because at the end of the game, we Z- zero hits. I mean, he got smacked when he tried to give that ball to Alshon Jeff. Did they, they didn't record that? Nah, they didn't record it. Uh-huh. I think they're talking in the pocket hits. Okay. Like, of course, he got tackled because he rushed eighteen times. Yeah. But like, no, I think they're talking in the pocket. So I, I'm going with that. So the zero, the zero sacks, the zero hits. I think it's pretty fantastic. Um, one thing that did kind of frustrate me a bit was that um, the game plan it did look completely different to me. Like seeing a rollout happen multiple times in the first quarter, that uh uh-uh, uh, that didn't make sense to me at all. So that I mean, it was good to see. And at the end of the day, it was still a good win. It was great to see what we possibly have um with Jalen Hurts, but we did play against the Saints who didn't have Drew Brees. So I'll i I'll take the win. Um that was still the number one defense. We rushed two hundred and forty six yards on them. So first time in fifty five games the Saints have allowed over only allowed one rush for hundred yard rush. We had two. Yeah. So that that I I like what I saw. I mean, yeah, they didn't have Drew Brees, but they still have been winning. They've been killing. They've been like on an eight game eight game winning streak. So I feel like this win was. I mean, I don't think I would say it's a statement because we obviously have a long way to go. But I think with Hurts, I like the vibe. I like the way the team looked. Like you said, I think he looked very comfortable. He looked like he was kind of like, all right, this is. I'm just. He was just getting set in his in his in his mode. You know what I mean? He was just in it. Yeah. And I feel like I like the way the team looked because the old line that we have and the receivers that we have, everyone that we have on the team, obviously is still the same. It's just a different guy running the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I liked it. I was happy, especially when our boy Aguilar got his first touchdown of the Jaylen year. Rager. No, Rager. no. Yes. Alshon Jeffrey. Jeffrey. We yes. all wrong. Yes, yes, yes. I'm tripping. Jeffrey. I'm <laughs> That's thinking. why I'm here. Thank yeah, you. Exactly for the fact. Yes. So Jeffrey, yeah, he got his first touchdown of the year. Yes. And I was surprised because I was just like, he hasn't been a target this whole time. Nah, because he's been, he's was hurt like most of the year. He's barely even got on the field. So that was good though. Sanders got a touchdown, a running touchdown. I was like, okay. Yes. Like just to see our run game, I thought about you automatically. I was just like, look at us running the ball. I was happy. And they did it too, which was like, it looked right, good. We could have been doing this. I now I'm, I don't think Carson's given us 106 on the ground, right? But it's definitely a start. I mean, a start for what? I don't know what it's a start for, but because the NFC East is still pretty bad, so I I don't know. What you, what you got, Chris? We ran the ball 36 times and we threw the ball 30 times. Wow. That was that's the first time we ran more than we threw. And, you know, what do you know? We actually run the game. This offense is literally built to run. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about, well, Miles Sanders had an amazing, well, amazing game, even without Carson I'm like, here's the thing. Miles Sanders is third in yards per rush, yeah. but he leads 20th in carries. He has seven less attempts than Lamar Jackson does throughout the entire season. And Lamar Jackson missed a game wow. oh. with COVID. Yes, he did. <laughs> that, that literally all that needs to tell me, I'm like, listen, why do you wait three months down the line where you could have been running Miles Sanders, where you could have been running Boston Scott, where you could have been running, like, you know, Jordan Howard right out of the practice squad. Make yourself a run-based offense to, and then operate on play action. It's frustrating to watch. Listen, shout-out to Jalen Hurts. He did what he needed to do, and I'm really proud of that young man. That man's been through a lot, you know, from Alabama, him getting the job taken in Alabama from Tua, then going to Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley and becoming a Heisman finalist. But... Here's, I don't want people to get it's one game it's not not because of Jalen Hurts I just don't want people to lose sight on this Doug Peterson Doug, Doug Peterson could have been called this game the way the way to script exactly how this is not only he stuck to the run but like he also ran it when he needed to yep 
He didn't just like, you know, ran the ball 14 times in the first half and then all of a sudden decided to give Miles Sanders like three touches all together in the second half. He, they stuck, stuck, with it. he stuck with it. Yeah. Finally. And, but, however, half of those running attempts were from Jalen Hurts. So that just shows me, one, you still need to get Miles Sanders the ball. Mm-hmm. Two, you need to still commit yourself to running the football. And, honestly, thank God Jalen Hurts can run because <laughs> the – it's ridiculous. And this is the first time I literally have seen an Eagles offense, which I've been screaming for for months, honestly run drags and rub routes. Jay, that's how that's how you get guys like Jalen Rieger open. That's how you get guys like Greg Ward open, who isn't the most fastest guy on the field. Oh. Quez Watkins, John Hightower, whenever he gets out. It's ridiculous how much, you know, you want to change your game plan and then tailor to what you should have been doing months ago with your franchise quarterback and Carson Wentz, but now you want to do it with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And now you know what's going to happen? We're going to win way too many games. We potentially still might be in position to win the NFC East. And not only we're going to play ourselves way out of a quality draft position, which we kind of need because we're over $80 million of cap space going into the next offseason. Doug Peterson's going to keep his job. And he was like, hmm, maybe Howie Roseman was on to something about, you know, getting our next franchise quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And that might tip the scales for Jeffrey Lurie to leverage both of them to keep their jobs. That's, now, that's the only reason why I'm not really excited. I'm happy for Jalen Hurts, but overall, this, this stinks. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's a terrible situation to be in because it's like, all right, so it was only one game, by the way. Jalen Hurts played very well, but it kind of takes, like, take like Doug off the hot seat a bit, and it kind of takes Howie off the hot okay. seat a bit, mm-hmm. which is the reason why we're in the situation that we're in. Number one, Doug still had some bonehead plays that he called. Like that, the second, fourth, and two that we went for when we did like that option. Yeah. No, we shouldn't have did that. Now the other, another one in my opinion, we had three calls that were boneheaded to me. The uh, the one right before the half when we it was it was we were at the goal when we were getting the ball back and we opted to kick the field goal and freaking he, he missed he missed the field goal. That's the time in my opinion you go ahead and go for that touchdown knowing you're getting the ball back. When we missed what? that field goal though, literally, and y'all know this, it's a chip shot. It's a chip shot. It's closer than the extra point. But, Pete, did the air not come out of the room when you missed that field goal? You're like, wow, we're going into the halftime like this. Yeah. I, mean, I was instantly like, here we go. It was a 22-yard kick, you and would, he missed it. You would think. But this is like what I've been – remember what I was talking about with him a couple weeks ago? Yeah. I was going off on him about his basic job duties and how he can't perform them. Yeah. This is my when, – when that happened, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I was lost so, it. I was like, we're doing so well. It's just the momentum was on our side. And it's like, we should have ended it with that field goal, that 22-yarder. 20, and yeah. it hit the post. It came down. I'm like, my man, that's, are that's, you practicing at all? Are you, what are you doing? He, he, For all we know, he's probably losing confidence, too. I mean, Especially when you're out there going forward on fourth down. And he has an $8 million dollar cap hit next offseason. But, you know, hey, but hey, we're going to keep winning games with Jalen Hurts and continue to ignore all these problems. But, so it's like a band-aid. It's like Jalen Hurts is the band-aid yes. to cover up the real, yes. the real yes. wound, yes. which is yes. the entire the, team. The better Jalen Hurts plays, the more pressure it takes off Doug Peterson yes. and Howard Roseman, right. and the more mm-hmm. you pass the buck on Carson Wentz. And they're going to do the same stuff next season. Yes. 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 You don't yeah. know it. I agree. Now they have I stats agree. out. I think it's um, Doug is now 11-3 and three or something when Carson Wentz isn't the starter. Yes. Like, come on. That's wild. That not that a crazy That's stat? That's crazy. And that doesn't necessarily include the playoffs. That's just the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like, if you include the playoffs, it's actually more wins because we had that Super Bowl run. Yeah. And then Nick Foles got a couple of wins before he got out of here. Yeah. 
so yeah it's actually more which is kind of it's concerning because it's like all right this is our franchise guy and this is our super bowl winning coach so it's like what's going on why are they not seeing eye to eye like what is the real issue here especially like just seeing our team play completely different i'm just like bro what was like a different team it did like it felt different so right when i when i watch the eagles games right and we're doing well i have like these power claps like everybody can hear them it was the first time since like Forever. i don't know like week that 2 i did the power claps mm-hmm. it was a good feeling yeah it was a good feeling it was nice and like like Chris said, it does feel good, but this is not like the answer. This is not yeah. going to solve our problems. This is just like a little, hot, little like a, sh- a shot of light. You're carrying you're carrying the symptoms, not not the problem. Yeah, right. And then, and yeah. then also, like I said, I don't know where we're going with this because the sad thing is we still have a chance to win the division. We're not going to win the Super Bowl, but then it's like, wow, we're not going to draft well because it's proven we don't draft well. I mean. Maybe he can pick quarterbacks well, but he can't pick anything else well. Yeah, I mean, just look at the history of the picks. Yeah. Us passing over DK Metcalf, the Jefferson guy. I'm ah. So it's just, you know, it's it's been shown and proven. So it's like they, obviously, the core, the people who are making the decisions, they have to be reevaluated. For sure. And and then talked about this weeks ago, like going into the future, there's so much uncertainty with this team. Like you don't really know. Like, before, like, I was like, oh, Carson Wentz and Miles Sanders. Now I'm like, Miles Sanders? <laughs> like, going into the future? Like, I, there's literally, we just don't know what we have down the line. Funny. The 2021 cap hits. Alshon Jeffrey is going to be worth $18.5 million. Javon Hargrave, 15.2. Malik Jackson, 13.6. Zach Ertz, 12.5. And Sean Jackson, 10.9. Those guys, we still have all those guys yeah, yes. this year? That's crazy. Ne- going into next year. That's the reason why our cap is going to be so high. And it doesn't mention, you know, other guys who are out, like Lane Johnson. Fletcher Cox, I believe, is worth 12, uh, 20. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, Graham. Brandon Graham, 17. Carson Wentz, obviously, because his contract is actually going to kick in. Because this is his fifth year. It's his fifth year option. So, whether it's Howie or they get a new GM, he's going to have he's going to have to do a lot of max essencing to, yeah. you know, try to get us back in the green. What do, you, what do you think are some of the things that we need to do to improve going forward? Well, to be honest, I think this is probably going to be... Oh, man. Go ahead, Chris. It's okay. Take a breath. It's, it's right. too much. It's alright. I don't know what these cap hits are going to be like, but I already know mentally Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey are gone. Um, you're stuck with Javon Hargrave because you can't take that cap hit right now. Yep. I think Malik Jackson only has one year left on his deal, so you could probably try to move him. Trey Zach Ertz. They missed that opportunity. Yeah, so... Last year was the Listen, here's the thing. There's a sucker born every minute. You, you can. <laughs> my, that, 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 yeah, listen, that's my dad's. That's what my dad told me. And when you know, we traded Sam Bradford for a first and a fourth. Yeah. But the thing is, is that. But here's the ultimate thing. You got to figure out if you're going to keep Carson Wentz or you're going to trade Carson Wentz and go along with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Mm. And then at the end of the day, I think, believe it or not, as much as it's going to hurt us taking those cap hits. Uh, we'll definitely receive a lot of phone calls for Carson Wentz. Yeah, like Carson Wentz is no bum. It's just I I don't I don't know what's up with him and Doug. I, yeah, there's there's something going on. And you also need to reevaluate that coach staff. Listen, regardless of Doug stays or not, you need to get a new fresh face and start calling plays. For sure. Period. Either that or try to promote somebody like like a Deuce Staley or somebody. Here's 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 one thing that stood out to me from uh, Doug's press conference last week. 
So when he said he was asked the question of you know whose decision is it as far as like starting Jalen Hurts and he's like mine and only mine like I didn't run it by anyone or anything like that. That's kind of problematic to me because like if you look at it like this, if he's making these decisions alone, think about what type of ideas or recommendations are coming his way that he's just like, eh, mine and only mine. That that's 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 problemsome to me. Yeah. And once again you're listening to Uptown Radio WJY at ninety eight point five, listening to Running Back Sports Show Sports for the Culture. We're talking Philadelphia Eagles and you know, they're doom and gloom their ominous, you know, tw- uh, 2021 offseason with over $80 million in cap in, in the cap hole. If you want to call in during the discussion, Mark, you want to get that call number? That number is 215-763-9596. Honestly, but here's honestly, here, here's a different take. I want Jay Leonard to continue to play well mm-hmm. because, because then like I can look at a situation like Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger is it's not going to be started playing forever. When you look at the rest of the division, and you know you got that classic Monday night game, which to me is easily the game of the year between the Browns and the Ravens. Great that game. was a crazy game. Yeah. Game. So they all three of those guys, all three of those teams have their quarterbacks of the future. Uh, Browns with Baker Mayfield, uh, Ravens with the you know, former MVP Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow when he gets back from the ACL. The Steelers don't have their quarterback of the future, and the quarterback of the future is not on the roster. I don't care what you say, Mason Rudolph. Is not that guy. Got it, bro. So, <laughs> honestly, I would probably hit up Pittsburgh. I'm like, you know what? Hey, uh, I know that you know you're gonna need some money to you know re-sign a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster. If you want to bring back Bud Dupree, how about you want to? How about you take like a quarterback on a really friendly contract for the next three years and give Jalen Hurts? I'm gonna need a first-round compensation back, but maybe that's something that you could possibly also venture in as well. So you're the, you're open to keeping Carson. Now, are you open to keeping him because of the money or because you think that he still is our guy? I still think he's our guy. Okay. And I feel like you, right now, with the season the way it is, you're not going to get a competent return for Carson Wentz. So, to be honest, it's better to, you know, revamp the offensive coaching staff and get draft picks to help that offensive line get another wide receiver and try again once again with Carson Wentz. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. We keep Carson Wentz. What do you do with Doug? Is he gone? That's the problem. That's the problem right there. So it, it's it's becoming Doug or Carson. And unfortunately, Jalen is in the middle to both of their successes. Yeah. If Jalen plays bad, Carson's the guy. Jalen plays great, Doug's the guy. What's wrong with Carson? Carson's got to go. So... It's it's all comes down to Jalen Hurts at the end of the day. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, I feel like when you look at it, you have to think about yeah, maybe Carson's playing bad. But as we've spoken about plenty of times in the show, that Carson has shown that he can play well, he can lead the team. But what's happening? What's different? What is so different now versus then? Obviously, there's some coaching differences, Doug Peterson, etc. So it's like. If you look at the team, yes, Carson's the quarterback, he's the leader, but who is the real, who's the brain of the team? Doug Peterson's the brain. Essentially, you could you could say that. I mean, just look at the game plan and how the Eagles actually came out. One thing, I want to give a shout-out to the Eagles' defense because Absolutely. I think all around, that was an overall good game by the Philadelphia yeah, Eagles. Like, it wasn't, it's not all about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he played for all 60 minutes. Yeah, he I played, haven't seen that in a long time. Me either. Like, everyone absolutely looked good. Like you even Slay? 
You see, Slash. He still he was, didn't cook the bit, but uh. But he was doing a little better. <laughs> a little. He got. He got hurt. He did get hurt. But he seemed a little right? more, a little more sprightly, a little more. I mean, after getting fried. That's what I'm saying. Out. I was like, come on, Slash. I mean, redeem yourself. Big shout out to the Eagles defensive line. Five sacks. Five yeah. sacks. Yeah, Josh. Got an Josh, interception. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time that happened either. Right but, you know, Josh Sweat, uh, I believe he had seven sacks in the season. Three of them were forced fumbles. Going. Uh, Javon Hargrave had two big sacks as well. Fletcher Cox. Shut down good. Alvin Kamara. What's with the Fletcher yeah. Cox and, like, the crawl on the floor thing? I, I like, when it. he's, like, on the floor. That's like, a signature. Like, yeah, I love, like, swimming. I love it. Is he, like, swimming on it's, the floor? It's like an army crawled in. If you notice, he, like, kind of, like, points. Oh, so it's, like. As if he, like, has a gun. Like, I'm yeah. a sniper on the floor, yes, and I'm, like, you're yes, dead. You're gone. Yes, yes. Okay, got Kill it. Control. Got it. Got it. Exactly. Okay. I'm thinking it must be like, I thought it was like a game reference. I'm like, he must be like doing some army. I wasn't sure. I was making sure. I mean, close enough. Listen, All right. Listen, you're a southern boy, so maybe that's how they get down down here. Yeah, you know what? That's that's a good point. Okay, had to ask. You know, the, oh, another thing that stood out to me too. Only six penalties. Yeah. That's really good. Because we typically look sloppy. We'll look like a, a, a really bad, bad team, which, yeah. I mean, essentially we are. Also, you know how good the offensive line looks now without Jason Peters? Much better. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. But the thing is, is that Philadelphia's going to have a bunch of major questions going into the offseason. Like, what are you going to do for the left tackle? Because you have a first-round pick, Andre Dillard's out for the year. And you got Jordan Millay. I mean, got is, Brandon Brooks coming back. Yeah, Brandon Brooks coming back. Jeez. Uh, what are you going to do with this wide receiver? Uh, what are you going to do with the wide receiver room? Because you still got all-time Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson on big cap hits. Uh, Travis Fulton's on a one-year contract. Is he pretty much going to be gone? Is and what are you going to do with Zach Gertz, or are you going to move on? Here's the, here's the answer. Got to start over. I know it sounds crazy being three years removed from the Super Bowl, but we are not no, set up for the future. But this could be a positive thing. If we look at it a different lens, this could be good. Like, let's have let's let's start over. Only if it's positive the way the Sixers started over. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if that can happen, I feel like that could be a good thing for us. The right? only way that can happen is if, if Howie Rosen is gone. That's, a that's it. You know, Lewis Riddick, he working hard to try and get Howie Roseman out. Yeah. He working real hard. We'll see. The NFC East standings at the end of the day, like, they still have a chance. Washington, 6-7. and seven. New York Giants are second. They're 5-8. and eight. Then you got the Eagles, who's 4-8-1. and one, And then Dallas are 4-9. Washington so, team, number one. The crazy thing is... Man, also, shout out to the NFC East. They're getting some quality wins all... Yeah. yeah. As, as ugly as it looks, they have become back half teams as of late. Uh-huh. The crazy thing about the Eagles, though, they can run the table. They can sadly run the table and still make the playoffs. But I've yeah. always said we didn't want to do that because we wanted to get a better pick. Come, uh, Listen, no. here, here's my thing. That's I don't have any faith in Howie. I don't. So I, I don't care for the pick. I really, if, if we have a different general manager, cool. I'll consider No, but it. that's also why you need to lose out so you can ensure that Howie's gone. That's true, but because if we win, it makes them look good. What? That's the thing, though. We're, we're listen. We got Arizona, who are back. They've come back down to life. They're normal now. The Cowboys, they're done. And Washington, they're a bit shaky. Like, I, I don't know. There's, there's a chance we can unfortunately win out. You don't lose these games. You don't lose these games. Because here's, here's another thing. So you win these games, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurst trade stop goes up. So now you got a, now you got a suitable. You know, person who wants to go out there and make a trade for Jalen Hurts. So either it's it's just it's just a weird place to be in as a Philadelphia Eagles fan and the organization. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyway, are we moving on from them? Yeah. Are we done? We got anything else? You want to move on from the Eagles? I I don't have nothing. There's really nothing. It's like it's like after this win, I thought we were gonna come in here and be so like 
energized. No. We were just kind of like, I mean, this I, was good, I'm, but I'm happy it's it's ABCD. great to wake up on a Monday morning and like know that my Eagles won. Right. Yeah. But it's like, at what cost? Yeah. Like we're not like yeah. if I knew that we were everyone's coming back healthy and now we're about to make a great playoff run and next thing you know we have Super Bowl aspirations. All right, I'm with it. But at the end of the day, I don't. I still don't trust Doug. Yeah, no, like I this, agree. this is this is nothing for me. This is like, you know, what I mean, you get that chicken, and it typically has salt and pepper on it. Like, what you gonna do with that? All he did was just season the chicken. Right. But like, no. Yeah, you ever seen? You saw Avengers: Infinity War, right? You yeah. saw how like Thanos snapped his fingers. He was like, "Did you win? Yes. What did it cost you?" That's yeah, true. That's like very it, true. It, like don't get me wrong. It feels great to be the number one seed in the NFC in general. It feels great to beat the number one defense in the NFL in general. It's just like frustrating, like, wow, so we can beat these it, guys. But to that's me, typical, it, always, that's to typical, me it always though. feels good about be, always beating the Saints. Yeah, especially because they want to be us so bad anyway. But that's, I mean, that's typical of the Eagles. Though. They always beat teams they shouldn't beat. So I'll be honest with you. I was I was happy about the win at first, right? Mm-hmm. But then I looked at our record again. And, and I'm just like, like, what's the point? That's true. Four, eight, and one. What's the point? Because like too little, too late. Like now you want to win. Yeah. After we done been like we've been losing, calling losing, for Carson losing. to get benched like four weeks right. ago. Like maybe maybe Jalen could have played three games ago. Maybe things would have been a little different. Maybe our where we would have been different. Or maybe Doug Peterson runs the ball more. That but too. that was great to see, just to see like our run game look good. Yes. Like look like other like when I watched the Rams game, the Rams and the Pats, I was like, their run game is crazy. Yes. And I was just like, just to see our run game actually Finally. produce, like, stand, like, because Sanders is a Penn Stater. I'm a Penn Stater, so I'm right. always rooting for Sanders. So when I see him, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, boy, I was hyped up. So it's like, I was happy. Yeah. But like you said, it is kind of like, now that we're talking about it, my feelings are kind of like settling in. And like the, the high is kind of coming it's down. It's like the realization yeah. is hitting you. Like, oh, that was great, but it's like, Exactly. What do we do next? And then especially because Jalen, too, because I feel a little torn about Jalen because I like Carson, but yeah. I've honestly grown fond of Jalen just by seeing his story and kind of watching him play. I like the way he moves. I mean, just forget the stats. I just I like the way he moves. So he it's cool. like I like him too. I feel kind of torn. Let me ask you all this. How you, how y'all think we're going to fare Sunday against the Cardinals? It'll be a close game. Think right? so? It'll be a close game if DeAndre Hopkins goes off. Hassan, I mean, Hassan Reddick. Hold on. Five Sweet. sacks last game. Oh. Have a record for the Cardinals. Um, he's coming for Hurts. He's coming, and he, he will be there. That don't scare you a bit. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So we like that's going to be a determining factor. I mean, you got Hassan Reddick, Buda, Buda Baker, Patrick Peterson, and and Hopkins, boy. That's alone. Let's hold on. Let's can we just talk about this stretch that Darius Slay has been going through? Oh, now wait. Hold on. He has to cover Hopkins. Yes. Man. Yo. That's oh, a, that's, that man can't break. I don't know. That's a Slay place. Because remember, he got he took he was took out of the game for a head injury. Remember? Oh, concussion. Oh, yeah, concussion yeah. protocol. So he might so, not play. It's, it's been so rough. Him, Avanti Maddox, and you know, Avanti Maddox out. Yeah, torn ACL. No, oh, no, Rodney McLeod. Rodney McLeod's out, torn ACL. Yeah. yeah. So then we basically have no answer for him then. <laughs> so we're kind of. It's gonna be a long day. Maybe we can call Nate Robinson. You know, he used to play cornerback. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is he awake yet? Can we just let Nate lie? Can we leave Nate lying where he is? Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> can we need? Can we leave Nate lie? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. One thing I am interested in seeing though is the matchup between um Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray because at the end of the day, those guys I'm have very similar games. Like game. two battle two home quarterbacks, like, former, end, former Sooners. Yes. Like for real, for real. Boomers. People don't want to talk about this, but the NFL is slowly transitioning to more of that college style football, which is so much more exciting than what the NFL was and 
past years, I like, come on, like, okay, it's great to see Tom Brady and Peyton Manning calculate what the defense is going to do and just pick them apart. Yeah, that's cool, but nobody want to see that for ratings. We want to see, like, real stuff. Like, we want to right. see Russell Wilson. We want to see Lamar Jackson. We want to see Kyler Murray. We want to. We want to. Is a pattern here? I'm hearing. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little pattern. I mean, you know, pattern. They want to see us. I a little pattern. Mean, yeah, but like beforehand, you saw, you know, <laughs> you drafted, you know, these great athlete, great athletic quarterbacks, and they tried to mold them into these prototypical like pocket passers. And like since it didn't work out, it was like, oh, he's just a running quarterback. He's not going to be in the league as long. They're not going to. Coaches before never adjust their game plans to them. Not now bad. you're seeing, you know. Like, you know, when Cam Newton was in Carolina, they completely, you know, changed their game scheme to, like, what he was running in Auburn. When Andy Dalton came out, they ran something similar to what he was running in TCU. Yeah. So, like, even New England now, you've seen Cam Newton running a, running a power-based offense because they don't have the necessary weapons on the outside, you know, to counteract, like, what they have now. Mm -hmm. But now you're seeing, you know, Lamar Jackson thriving because... Uh, King, uh, Greg Roman is, you know, tailoring that offense to his athletic ability. You're letting Russell Wilson, you know, get his. Kyle, say with Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury. For sure. So my thing is, is that when you draft a franchise quarterback, everybody has to be all in. The GM has to be in. If the head coach isn't in on whatever quarterback you're getting, you got to get rid of him because all you're going to be doing is wasting your time. The reason why Vince Young didn't pan out that well is because he ended up in Tennessee with Jeff Fisher. Yep. And when you. <laughs> And that's and the same thing happened, you know, Washington. Mike Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, the Shanahan's didn't want RG three; they wanted Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. And you saw what happened, you know. RG three got sabotaged. Kirk Cousins became the guy. Now RG three. He did get hurt though, because RG three he was really up yeah, next before yeah, he got hurt. Like, you like saw, he was different. Yeah, no, you saw him in his rookie year coming out of Baylor. He was amazing. Yes, absolutely. He I was, was nervous. Yeah. Then he came back in that game way too soon. I mean that, that's just a that's just a failure in everybody's parts. Like I'm glad now that I'm seeing these quarterbacks that are being taken in. Here's the thing: the league needs more young, brilliant quarterbacks because when that happens, the league is a lot better. You get more marquee matchups. You get you get the, like the more casual fans. Like you know what? I'm gonna watch a Bills game because Josh Allen is that boy. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm actually you know. I'm, I'm going to watch a Ravens game because Lamar Jackson is must-see TV. Patrick Mahomes, what, throwing no-look passes and passes with his left hand even though he's right-handed? Talking about the and one mixtape. Yeah, I got to go see that. <laughs> so, in the end, it's like drafting, like getting a franchise quarterback, that's only half the steps. It has to be a combination of getting the right coach to scheme you up and a general manager that actually knows how to build around you. You're seeing prime examples of what you're seeing in Kansas City, you're seeing it in Seattle, you're seeing it in Baltimore, you're seeing it now in Arizona, and then you see a bunch of failure examples like a Chicago or Philadelphia. Yeah, well, I mean, you're just saying the basics. Like, have someone you believe in, have the rest of the people on your team believe in them too, and go forward. It's really not that hard. That's what I'm saying. It's the ba <laughs> it sounds like basics to me of any sport. It's like if you have your star... Build around and believe in your star and do what's necessary to make him better. It's, it's really not that hard. That's but, what I'm you know, like But they, people make it hard. People make the simple things hard. Yeah, yeah. because they try to out try to believe that you're trying to be the smartest person in the room, thinking they're trying to get this guy because nobody thinks. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, they're trying yeah, to have yeah, like, this I'm, gem they discover. Like, oh, I discovered him. Yeah, I thought for, that he was And for the record, I'm shading the, the hell out of Howie Roseman right now. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. By all means. You got the blazer on. You can do it. Yeah. It's cool. When you got the blazer on, bro, you can do it. You do whatever you want. You can do and say whatever you want to do. Listen, either way, moving on for the rest of the week. What was one of your bigger takeaways from outside of the Philadelphia Eagles? What was your bigger takeaways from 
Week 14. Yo, can we talk about that crappy game last night, if you know what I mean? Yeah. The Ravens and the uh, Browns. Yeah. Yo, first off, that game was very... <laughs> Can we like stop with like the Browns like little references? Did you get that one? Did you I get it? got it, but I, it was just like just, that was really like I obvious. Had to, I had to make sure. I mean, well, I started with crappy. The, the you know, crappy if you were off Browns? air, what I'd really say. Right. Oh, um, I know. Yeah. 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 No, I thought it was a really great that game. That game was crazy. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a, such a good game. I didn't expect it to be a shootout. Me? I didn't either. I didn't think it was going to come down to the wire like that. I thought it was going to be the Ravens were going to take over, and then it was just going to be kind of a wreck. I honestly thought the Browns were going to smoke them. Yeah, yeah, I thought the Browns were going yeah, to were gonna smoke them because I Lamar the Browns has were no win. weapons, and it's like you know they're going to run Lamar Jackson all day. And for it to turn out like that, and for them to win, and he dropped a deuce in the middle of the game and, and came back and won. Like, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. He had cramps. Cramps, yeah, all right. That's what he said. He said he had a cramp. He didn't pull apart Pierce. You see that, that, boy, he said that, that? That boy was acting like I was like, Pierce. you. Yo, know, it, it kind of sucked because Church was really, really, like, messed up with ACF just so well. Lamar Jackson could, like, you know, shoot a deuce. He, he definitely... Trace McSorley, another Penn Stater. Sorry, yeah. I have to say it. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry. He definitely risked his life. It's okay. There's not, a lot, there's not a lot of you in the NFL. I know. That's what I'm saying. So I had to wrap the ones out of there. Dang, that's like a trending thing with Penn Stater. That's cool. We got to pray for Miles Sanders. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need that energy. <laughs> nah, but that uh that game was dope though. But for real, for real, like we all been there. We all did that run to the bathroom before, yeah. talking about it. he had cramps. Like nah, bro, nah. You yo, know what happened? Yo, remember like Mike where uh, Cal- uh, Calvin called the timeout. He was like, yo, I gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> real quick. But like he just went back to go change the shoes. I, n- I never thought we'd make a Calvin Cambridge reference on the show, but it's about time we made one. Yeah. <laughs> now that was that's uh that was a great game. It was very exciting. Also, randomly, I just remember that Carl Winslow really was in that movie. Carl Winslow? Yeah. What was he doing? Oh, uh, remember when he was about to get adopted? He was the... Tr- he, was... he was! Yeah. Oh, you mean like the actor that plays Carl Winslow? Yeah, 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 like, yeah Reginald... Like... Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, was was say, like, I, don't, I don't know boy name. Nah, I think it's yeah. like Reginald Johnson. Like, I'm just calling that man yeah. Carl Winslow. That's, that's Carl Winslow forever. Yeah, I'm just like... I was just thinking of him like, yo, after he adopted him, is he going to be on Family Matters now? It's a tradition. That's a classic. I think one of the um, other side conversations we should do in the future is like black sitcoms. Yeah. Cause, come on, yo, we held it down. Yeah. Be, Especially in the nineties. Sure. Fresh Prince all day. Yeah. yeah. But you know, another topic. Um, what game stood out to you? I mean, honestly, just the game last night blew me away. I yes. did not think it was going to be that, like, to the end, come down to that kick. And then just everything that happened, like Lamar going out, Trace going in, Lamar coming back. And then I thought that Lamar was out, out. I was like, oh, he's, he's. I knew he was coming. Oh, by the way, shout out to Hollywood Brown. He had like three drops up until that point. Yo, then, he would have got cut. Yeah. I, on God, I think he would have got cut. If he missed that wide open catch, we would have got the. There was like, a blocked field goal. Like everything that could happen, like happened in that game. Yeah. yeah. It was good. But, I liked it. Yeah, it was a great game. And here's the thing. The Browns aren't the Browns anymore. That I feel like that was even though in the loss, that was their coming out party. Was like turning over a new leaf. You yeah, think? so like here's the thing: like last week, you know, you got a really dominating win. Don't let the scores fool you about over the Tennessee Titans, and then you play a real close game against your division rival that blew you out week one. You know, I think you know that was now their coming out game, but that was also a game where it's like you know what Baker Mayfield, you know what maybe there was maybe a reason why he was the number one pick. Yeah, and he, he balled out. Like, he got the team, you know, they were down two scores. He got them right back into it. And you know, Odell Beckham made, made Rashard Higgins look good. Made Got the ball to Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. That one game. Yeah. When they got the lead, I'm like, one minute, they left too much time on the clock for Lamar Jackson to do his thing. 
And when I saw, you know, like Justin Tucker take the field, I'm like, Ravens won this. Justin Tucker's Justin Tucker's money. He's yeah. not going to miss that kick. Yeah. He knocked, he the call comes down to them kickers, what I say. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. So, you know, I'll be, I've slowed down my betting. You notice I haven't talked about it that often. Yeah. I've been <laughs> waiting for uh, the NBA season to start. But so what I did, I took all player props yesterday. And it worked out. I mean, I didn't bet nothing crazy, but I think um, Lamar Jackson for rushing yards, it was um, over or under 61 yards. He blew that out of the water. Um, I think uh, I forgot the other ones I picked. But anyway, I did pretty well with the player props, so I'm happy about that. Uh, I def I couldn't choose a winner because I really thought like the Browns were going to win, but I didn't I didn't think they were going to cover the spread, so I let that go. So, but nah, they they look good. Baker Mayfield, and it's crazy like I didn't know Baker Mayfield held the record for most touchdowns thrown as a rookie. Like I, I didn't know that. So yeah, twenty seven. Yeah, then which that's about to get uh broken this year possibly by the uh, young boy from the Chargers. Was it yeah, uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, he he's three touchdowns away, and he got three games left. So you know he's gonna break oh, that. Yeah. Um, what about Chris? What you think about that Kansas City Miami game? Mahomes. Throwing three interceptions, 30, down ten, thirty yards sack, like the the like that was I was like surprised. Honestly, kind of like with Cleveland, it was a good loss. Uh, the Dolphins aren't the Dolphins aren't the pusher. We're talking about Miami last year as one of the worst teams in football. Can we just like say like most of our lives? We've yeah, talked about. Yeah, I've this. never seen the Dolphins good. I've never heard of them being good. Um, they were good that really, one year when they did the. Thing. They were that good that one year they decided to do the Wildcat. But outside of that, but. Brian Flores got this team playing. The defense is really good. Yeah. Uh, Tua, I like I like the fact that even Look though good. you know they got down, they let him play. Yeah, they let him play. Mike Isecki, uh, fortunately, lost Devontae Parker. He had three rookies in the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost their starting running back, I believe. Uh, I think it's back. I don't know. I, I, Miami running backs are hard to remember. Say so you know, I don't know. It's like a revolving door over there. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Miami kept Miami fought the good fight. And you know what? I'll be down to see this. Re- I'll be down to see a rematch of this game in the playoffs. It wouldn't be bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the ASC is like it's it's a madhouse. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm really like I said a couple weeks ago. I'm excited to see the AFC playoffs. Like it used to be boring. Yeah, but I'm down for it. Yeah, I, I think the AFC. Is. I think the AFC is going to be a lot better than the NFC. Oh, I agree. Like a like a landslide because everyone's legit good. Yeah. yeah, like and even, I think it's better because you have younger quarterbacks. So it's like you're yeah. gonna be realizing, like, all right, which quarterback is gonna step up for this moment? Is Josh Allen gonna take you know that step up from next year? How's Tua gonna play? How is uh, you know Mahomes gonna follow back after a Super Bowl run? Um, is the, if the Raiders make it, you know, how is how's Derek Carr gonna you know fare like his first playoff game? How's Philip Rivers gonna do? There's a lot of storylines, you know, in the AFC, especially in their quarterback department, that I'm really curious to see. Yeah, I feel like from that game with the Chiefs and the Dolphins, I think it's just kind of not that they need to prove anything because they're the number one team in the in the NFL right now, but I feel like it really pushed that the Chiefs really are that team and they've stayed that team. They had 448 yards the whole game and they only held the ball for 28 minutes. The Dolphins had the ball for 31 minutes and they had 367 yards for the entire game. So the Chiefs had the ball less time and killed on yards. Yeah. So they're they're crazy. I like Mahomes, and again, he's won the MVP. So we don't got to talk about that again. Is it? It, 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 um, it, it still should be secure. By, by, right? by, by MVP, it's secure. By MVP, you mean Super Bowl MVP, right? No, no, no. I mean league MVP. Um, did you forget about that uh, that Batman and Green Oh, Bay? here we go. Say his full name. 
Aaron Charles Rogers. Okay, okay, Aaron okay. Charles Aaron Rogers. Charles Rogers. Here we go. I just want. I just want to make but sure. But you come on. You think that Aaron Rodgers is going to win over Pat Mahomes this year for Mahomes the Mahomes only leads Aaron Rodgers in one set, one other category, and that's passing yards. Aaron Rodgers has more touchdowns. He has a higher completion percentage, better quarterback rating, and throw for more and responsible for more touchdowns. And not to, not to mention, Devontae Adams has missed time. Alan Lazard has missed time. He doesn't have half as many weapons as Patrick Mahomes to his disposal. But you have to admit that Mahomes is kind of like the NFL's boy right now. That's that's their golden boy right now. It is, but this is Aaron Rodgers' redemption year. Listen, this is Aaron Rodgers' revenge tour for everything. After, you know, getting embarrassed in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers, he drafted a quarterback. They said he was washed. He was going to be on his way out to Green Bay. It's all narrative-driven. I mean, Patrick Mahomes can be the golden boy, but Aaron Rodgers at 37 years old, he's looking like the, he's once again looking like the best quarterback in football. We haven't seen this version of Aaron Rodgers in a long time, and honestly, I'm happy. Uh, clearly, he looked good. Yeah. He did. He does look good. I'm just saying. I feel like Mahomes got it though. Yeah, I mean, 200, listen, 290 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Even though he still hasn't beat a team over 500. Hey, listen, you, listen, you can only play what's on your schedule, man. I guess. But lose to the teams that are over the 500 on beat the Saints. With Drew Brees? Yeah. Yes, Drew Brees was there. That's one. And no Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams didn't play that game either. They was like 1-0. and That don't count. <laughs> oh, my God. That don't count. Nah, he has been playing great. What y'all think about uh, Derrick Henry? He had another outstanding performance. Your boy. That's another MVP guy. Ran like, 215 yards. Yes. The whole team had 450 yards. So I mean, he I, ran I, half their damn I mean, yards. I started my play when our league had our fantasy uh, playoff. Uh, we had a playoff game last last uh, this past weekend. Derrick Henry was on my team along with Nick Chubb and Russell Wilson. You smoked whoever you played. Yeah, I smoked beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but Tennessee is really, you know, another team. Uh, their defense is that uh, their defense, especially against good teams, it's going to cost them. But I, I like the way Ryan Tannehill is playing right now with AJ Brown and Corey Davis when he can hold on to the ball, and they have a really good, you know, staple running back in Derrick Henry. They can give a legitimate 25, 30 carries to. Yeah. And Tannehill plays off that. Tannehill had 212 yards last game, two TDs. So, I mean, I feel like he's producing. Yeah, I mean, that's mm -hmm. normally what I want from Ryan Tannehill to mm -hmm. do. If I have, if I needed him to do more, then that tells me that, you know, the Titans are in more trouble than what they asked for. Yeah, because the quarterback only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they Gotta improved win. to 8-5, beating the Minnesota Vikings 26-14. to um, What's your takeaways from that game? Because I know, Chris, you weren't high on Tampa Bay at all, and they're still squeaking through. Uh, the Vikings dominated time of possession. I don't – and uh, the Vikings kicker. Uh, they Jake, killed them on time of possession. My God. Yeah. 39 minutes to yeah. 20. Yeah, and the kicker also killed their chance as well. Missed three field goals and an extra point. They smoked These them in pretty much every kickers, category. These bro. What, like, can we have like a kicker academy? Like, can we like kicker take academy. the kickers back to school to teach them how to kick at twenty yards, at forty yards, at fifty yards? Like, y'all gotta get this. This is your job. Oh, yeah. this also, sick. speaking of kickers, shout out to Sarah. Sarah I knew Fuller, you was gonna do it. Yes, uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Scoring, uh, becoming the first woman in uh, NCAA history to score a point in a college football game. That's major. Yeah. Very major. It's, it's the, just to go off topic a bit, I still like it's. It frustrates me when I hear things for, like, the first time in 2020. Like, yo, we've been on this earth for a long time, and we're still doing the first times. Like, come on, yo. That's, but that's, that just shows you how far, I mean, kind of how quickly things have progressed. 
But then it's like quickly. Ha- no, quickly in the terms of like things were so different in 1950. Well, yeah. And now true. look how things are in, in 2020. Yeah, I mean, did like less around 50 years. That's ago. what I'm saying. Like when my oh. grandma was a little kid, she told me that they used to go to bathrooms and it was like colored and white. So it's like for that's yeah. my grandma. You know what I mean? So it's like. But even still, like that, to me, that just it still took too long. But yeah. that's beautiful. Honestly. I think, you know, the world will be a lot better once we get rid of all the curses. Hey. Until that happens. Hey. But it gives, so- something, it gives people something to strive for, though. It does. Old heads I talk to always say, like, yo, y'all generation going to be the one to do it. I'm like, I hope. Because I can only imagine, you know, what y'all was thinking growing up. Like, yo, it's going to be us to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, all yeah. right, I hope it's us to do it. I mean, we, we getting yeah, there. Yeah, if not, then I got to look at my little sister who's like, who just turned 17. I'm like, listen, Aww. your generation got to do it. I, I, I don't know. Gen Is that Z. the generation who eat Tide Pods? No, but they're a generation that gets up and does stuff. They're the active generation. They, like, have causes. They go after it. They're out they there eat, on the street. They also eat Tide Pods. I mean, but that's, every generation does something stupid. Nah. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember doing nothing that dumb. I mean, we had the whole like dare thing. So when our generation was coming out, people were That's getting this. I mean, I mean, I mean, let's be real. We was out here drinking four locos. <laughs> See, Yo, we, we had no business drinking that. I love four locos. Four locos is like death in a can. They were fun time. The, no, the original four locos I'm about were to say, fun time. No, I'm about to say, dog. Like four locos is just concentrated syrup in a can, F- flavored syrup in a can. Um. No, so they they were they were like they were like a Red Bull and like alcohol mixed with But it did the trick though. Like it did the trick Kool-Aid. though. Oh, sure did. Definitely. I mean, if trick. I wanted that, I have a trash can. For no, 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 no. Four locos was three dollars, bro. All you needed was a one. I remember one time I made the mistake of having one and a half. I missed. I didn't wake up till I missed class you all missed Friday. The party? I you missed. missed no, no, no. I didn't miss the party. I had a good time at the party. Okay. But I missed class all day Friday, and I didn't wake up till like three thirty p.m. And this was one and a half for loco. That says a lot. This is off the old ones. What, like the original ones? Yes, Before, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. No, I'm not a lightweight. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm in like, yo, you're a little concerned about me. No, like, no, definitely okay, not a lightweight. Okay, okay, okay. I, I promise you that. <laughs> I'm just talking about what they used to put in the old four locos. Thanks. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Sure, that could be another one. Like our probably our best drinking stories. Uh, nah, I, I wouldn't even. Listen, I wouldn't even put it on the air. I, yeah, I went to Penn State. I, can tell you I can't. I can't reveal whatever happens at Penn State stays at Penn State. Yeah, 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 so I can't, I can't, I can't be talking that. about those days. Uh, no, all, all I can say is is that the room was I, I don't remember much. I, I went to a. I went to a house. I went to a fight party with uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao, and I don't remember anything happened after the fight. You know, it's funny that you say that because I remember we had a fight party just back when we still lived out Lancaster. We had a fight party there, and gloves randomly appeared. And chicks were in our living room throwing hands. I'm gonna just leave it at that. But that's what happens though. Like my senior year, we threw a party for State Patty's Day, and oh. by the end of State Patty's Day, there was a huge hole this size in my wall. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so and so I have no idea really how it happened. Yeah, I, just remember, I just remember yelling and screaming and get out of my apartment. Fun times. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Definitely fun. Shout times. out to my roommates. <laughs> you, you you know what we did. Hey, if they're listening. <laughs> They're listening somewhere. Yeah. Man. Once again, you're listening to Uptown Radio, <laughs> WJY, and 98.5, Running Back Sports Show. If you want to join the discussion, uh, Mark, you want to get that call number? That number is 215-763-9596. All right, and uh, I think that'll do it for, you know, the NFL. We done with NFL? Yeah. Listen, man. I'm we, cool with it. Wow, we over. Listen, listen NBA's man, we, coming back, baby. We got a lot to talk about in terms of the NBA. NBA's so. coming back. Yeah. This is, this is, yeah. I got the shirt on. I, I'm ready. We know I'm you set. Have. 
Okay, Sixers, first game of the preseason tonight against the Celtics. Let's go. What are we thinking? Let's start. We can dive in. Hey, Let's dive you, in. Listen, you go ahead, man. Me? Yeah, me? That's, me? A of, that's a lot of Do pressure. Do you hear song? <laughs> okay, just hold <laughs> I'm about to do. Anyway, <laughs> you see? Um, I, got, I, got, I got the vocals a little bit. All right, dude, um, All right, so look. I, um, I need to see something. I need to see something. Seriously, I need to see something. What do you need to see, Mike? Because, like, I just need to see what we're going to kind of sort of look like. Because I, the more and more I think about it, I, I, we're not a championship team. Not yet. I don't got time for not yet. We're not a championship team. But, I we, need to but see, we know this. So let's just talk no, about the realistic no, of tonight. No, I'm tired of we know this. All right? I won a championship here in Philadelphia. You're going to have to wait about a year or two. I'm not going to be waiting anymore. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm so already, I'm like, I'm like over it all. Right? Storm, so go be a Mets fan. Right, you stormed the Wells Fargo. Like, what are you doing? I, I don't know, but listen. All right, so I'm gonna be. All right, I'm gonna come back down. I'm gonna come back down. Excuse me, yeah. y'all. Like, like I felt like the energy was getting up there. I'm gonna come back down. Yeah. I'm, I'm just frustrated because of this whole James Harden thing. Oh. I'm, I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm just, I'm just Chris. frustrated though. But I need to see some. This everything, everything that goes down. It like with the Philadelphia 76ers, it comes down to Ben Simmons. So if I don't see any type of aggression or anything from Ben Simmons whatsoever, we're not doing nothing. Like seriously, that's all. It aggression comes down to. in what way? Offensively. So all right, so I, I want y'all to be honest, right? And and then you know what, Carm, I'm gonna show you this too because I just sent it to Chris. Right, actually, I'm gonna send it to you. So let's be honest. Who's our set? Who's gonna be our number two option behind Joel Embiid? Sadly, Tobias Harris. Sadly, right? Yes. You know what he is on the championship team? A fourth. Oh, or like, or a third. I'm giving him a three point five at most. Yeah, Tobias has played like crack. Right. Not, uh, not even crack. Uh, like he gets what he gets. So he, he gets you nineteen. But not for what just... we paid him. Not for what we expected him. Exactly my point. So we want to keep Ben Simmons around for not to be a number two option. He he has to come out at least averaging twenty four points a game. He needs to if we're going to win a championship. I, I can't do that 16 points a game no more. I can't do it. And and we're paying Tobias Harris all this money for him to, who's our number two, who's not going to be a real number two? Come on, yo. But That's why I'm mad. That's why I'm mad. I get that. And you're right. But I feel like we have to just see what happens because now we have a new coach. We have some new players in the mix. Tobias under Doc did well. And I feel like maybe with Doc being here, maybe Tobias will get a fire and he's behind. I hope. And start to do something. I truly hope. It might happen. Like, but we got to see because we can talk, we can speculate, but we're not going to know the until one, they get out there. Yeah, the one thing we've constantly been advocating is like, listen, and we've been advocating, me and Mark been advocating over the summer, like, we want to see the Sixers with a new coach. Be patient. We, we got a new coach. We haven't even seen these guys take up second in the preseason. Just be patient. Just see Stop how... worrying about everybody else. I, I'm, I'm trying worrying. to be patient, bro. Stop. Do you know how long the – we know how long the process was. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. The process is pretty successful, though. Like, the process came out successful. Was it when we won in, 10 games? In eight, no, no. When the process was over, like, the past two seasons, the process was successful in what it set out to do. But our coach just stifled us. And then we kind of lost our, our momentum, and now we're back with a new coach, and now we have to see what happens. I mean, I get, here's the thing. I'm not as much of a Sixers fan as you are, and I feel your pain. But at the same time, I'm going to have some positive energy and hope for the new season, and I'm going to wait to see what they do because Doc is a championship, different type of coach. He is. He's that guy. So let's see how, how Doc gets them, and let's go from there. That's all we can do because Tobias is here. 
Tobias is here. He ain't Tobias going is nowhere. here. No one's going to trade for Tobias. So either he's going to work Sadly, out or yeah. he's not. So let's just see what happens. Listen, we'll see what happens. Listen, Rick, listen, Dawkins said nothing but good things about Ben Simmons. Sam Cassell has been working with him. Danny Green has also been trying to, has been working with Ben Simmons to shoot more as well. In the end, as long as the progress, as long as we keep seeing a progression with both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, not only just as basketball players, but maturity in terms of accountability, which was something that everybody told them that we lacked when we have when here with Brett Brown, then all we could do. Listen, here's the thing. I mean, nobody. Listen, are are you going after Boston because they haven't won anything yet or haven't been to a finals? And they're a great I don't team. Care about Boston. And they're a great they're team. Our, they're not my but team. here's the thing: we just talked. Didn't we just talk about Doug Peterson and how he's the problem? So we got eliminated our past problem, who was Brett Brown. Now we have Doc. So, like you said, that can change a whole scheme of things. So let's have to give the Sixers the same kind of token. Like, hey, let's see. I hope that's why. That's truly why I really need to see this game because if I like, if we don't make any type of improvement, not I wouldn't say we because I know the offense is going to look completely different. We're going to be running pick and rolls. We're going to have much more shooters than we've ever had. That's great. I'm, I'm that we've very ever happy. had. Yes. I'm, so I'm, think about that. I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy about that. But we cannot afford to continue to get 16 points. No, I agree because, like you said, like you told me, talked about this before. Our window is closing. It's closed. And I and I, it's not closed, but <laughs> it's, it's closed. closing. It's closing. And I seen, can agree with that. Y'all seen KD and Kyrie? Yeah, against the yeah, against yeah. the Wizards without Bradley Beal. Without anybody. Um, Russell Westbrook. That's even, that makes the Wizards even scarier. Jason Tatum now six ten. Yeah, what's up with, like, he grows an inch every five months? He's still like, 19. I mean, yeah, what's he's still 19. <laughs> you he's, see, wait, he's still 19? No, he's I was like, that, that, It's a running joke. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, like, he's still what? 19. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just concerned, man. And, and, and I get it. Everything is... Does, is are, are you that scared of Brooklyn? I'm not... No, it's not that I'm that scared of Brooklyn. I'm scared That's of a, the fact that, at the end of the day, our real number two was Tobias Harris. That's what I'm afraid of. That's what scares me. Like that—that's a problem. No, I mean, with how you played last year, that's a problem. You learned ninety-eight point five WJYN. May I ask who's calling? Good area, man. What's going on, Vance? Hey, Vance. Yeah, what's going on? What's on your mind, Vance? you know been on the record by saying that you know the problems that Cleveland had last year was it wasn't because Maker Mayfield wasn't good I mean you don't throw 27 touchdowns in 13 games as a rookie and magically just not be good it was Freddie Kitchen's scheme you know just constantly vertical uh, vertical passes nothing underneath but you're seeing now Stavis Fansky they're being more run centric getting Baker Mayfield on rollouts I believe he had over 80% completion percentage when he rolled out of the pocket and uh, they look like a completely different team. They look like a team that can legitimately make some noise in January. I, I yeah, agree. You know, I, I agree wholeheartedly. So that's, to me, if I'm Jeffrey Lurie, that's the blueprint. Because I think at this point, 
whatever it is, you know, going on between the two of them, they can't coexist at this point. I don't see how you go away from Carson and then you come back next year and bring him back with Doug again. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That's why at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, who are we really keeping? Like, are we going to continue to put the faith in Carson? We know what he can do. We saw him in 2017. Shoot, we seen him last season where he had over 4,000 passing yards and didn't have not one receiver. What was it, over 500? 500. Receiver. Like, we, you see what he's clearly capable of. So, at the end of the day, it comes down like, okay, so are we going to keep Carson because we owe him a lot of money? Or are we going to keep Doug because he won us our first Super Bowl in franchise history? That's a tough call to make. You know what? To me, it's pretty easy. You've already invested your, you've already invested your cap space in Carson. What makes it really difficult, though, is the fact that you've invested all this cap space in Carson, and you haven't drafted well. Yeah. So now it's put Carson in a situation where he doesn't have much to work with around him, and really the only way that you can really get out of this cap situation is if you move Carson. But that wouldn't even that wouldn't even necessarily fix the problem because we still have to take on that money that is owed to him. Or there's things structured in the contract where we're still taking hits. So it's like, yeah, we gotta charge it to the game and keep him. Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But part of me feels like, you know, there's something going on in that organization, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. But I can see a situation where Howie and Doug are talking to Lori, trying to figure out how to keep their jobs, and hoping that Hurts plays really well try to sell Carson off to the highest bidder. Bingo. Indianapolis. Exactly, so that they can recoup that cap space, keep their jobs, and build around Hurts. Yeah. And, like, Indy, um, Indianapolis is a top target. San Fran also heard is one as well. Denver. Yeah. They got good receivers out there. Yeah, or even New England. They could just, you know, scrap Cam Newton. They have, like, you know, a bunch of money that they could spend to this offseason. Can you imagine, like, Carson Wentz and Bill Belichick? I'm scared already just thinking about it. Yeah. I agree, but here's the thing about it, though. You're selling low on Carson at this point. Yeah, that's... You're selling, you're, you're selling Carson in his worst year. So how much are you really going to get back when you consider that they have to take on that cap space, when they have to take on that money? Yeah, that's why I suggested earlier, I'm like, listen, if Jalen Hurts, you know, plays well and, you know, gets his draft stock high, I bring back Carson and I will sell, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts to the highest bidder because... Listen, Hurts, I agree wholeheartedly. I agree. Oh, no. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, because you're going to be looking at, te- like, a team like Pittsburgh, you know, a guy like Ben Roethlisberger's already got one foot out of the door, you know, especially with the injuries. And you look at the rest of the AFC North, they got their young franchise quarterbacks. So maybe you could do, like, a deal where, like, you can get their first-round pick and, like, potentially, like, another other pick so that way you can have, you know, multiple – that way you have, like, you know, draft capital to, you know, get Carson Wentz another receiver or, you know, improve that aging offensive line or maybe, like, bring another linebacker or something. Like, you got to get creative in terms of not only moving these contracts to get back into the get out of the red, but also if you're going to rebrand and rebuild Carson Wentz, you got to draft smart. Yeah, and here's the thing. We've talked about it before when it comes down to the draft. How many times are you going to let Howard Wilson throw up the draft? Yeah. <laughs> The real, the real question is, what's the likelihood we really get rid of Howie, especially if Jalen turns out and plays well? Like, Jalen is literally saving both of their jobs. And then for them to turn around and trade him, that's grimy. But it's the business. It is, it is the business. But here's the thing, like, Howie is bombed on so many drafts. Listen, they used to say a blind sport will find a nut every once in a while, right? Yes. Like, if you have a, if you have a chance to eight guys and you hit on two, that's, you know, that's not a good percentage. No, that's 
especially for a 53 man roster, no. Exactly. Yeah, and and one dra- and uh, he's been in the I think he's been in that position I believe for almost a decade. He's drafted one Pro Bowl player since then, and that's Carson Wentz. Exactly. So you know Howie, if it's if it's Howie and Doug, Howie or Doug, they they have to fix that. The three of them, Carson, Howie, and Doug, they they can't all come back next year. Either one or two of them have to be gone in order for this this, this thing to get back on track. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, Jeffrey Lurie will make the right decision. Hey, Vance, uh, before you go, uh, we got one quick question. Uh, our off-topic discussion is who would win in the verses, Kanye West or Drake? Uh, what's your What's your take? Oh, man, I'm a little bit older. Oh, so I remember I remember college dropout. I remember Kanye producing Jay-Z stuff, so I'm going to go Kanye. Um, based off of all the music that he's produced, all the collabs that he has, you know, his own music, I think his calendar is a little bit more expensive than Drake's. All right. Fair assessment. All right, man. What do you, what do you guys think? <laughs> I, I say Drake. I say Drake. Kanye West is my guy, but Drake has been on the charts. He's probably the most consistent artist ever. Listen, uh, Kanye's been my boy since uh, late registration. So, And honestly, if it, was, listen, if it wasn't for 808, we wouldn't have Drake. I'm going with Drizzy Drake. I'm going with Drizzy Drake. I mean, come on. It's Drizzy. He's the culture. He's the freaking culture. This is old school versus new school, Yeah. <laughs> Vance, you made a valid point, though. Yeezy, well, Yeezy. Uh, how old school are you? So I'm, thir- I'm 39. Okay. Okay, Vance, you still out here? What for Snapchat? Not even old. Come on, Vance. Yes, Vance. Oh, don't so, don't, so don't so downplay like that, yourself, bro. Vance. Yeah, uh, we uh, hear it. Like, you got the knowledge and you got the know-how, Vance. Don't, don't, don't do it. So uh, you're excited for that E40 versus two short verses? <laughs> oh, my God. He's <laughs> stop it. Chris, don't, Van, don't, don't accept this disrespect. It's all right. Listen, E40 was always, uh, I always laugh at E40. Always. <laughs> I, I think you gotta, you gotta be a Bay person to listen Oakland. to Oakland. Oakland. Go hard or go home. <laughs> hey, guys, listen. One quick question for you guys. What are you, uh, Sixers? Are you excited about the Sixers or what? So excited. So ready. We have hope here. Mark is over here kind of, you know, he's defeated before the season even starts. But me and Chris 50-50. have hope, and we think that they, the Sixers, they have a little. We think we have some hope for them. That's all we can say right now. I'm, I'm just, excited. I'm just happy that I get to see Ben Simmons, Drew Allen being under a new coach. Listen, Carl's happy. Listen, she got a throwback Rodney Carney yeah. jersey on. So, <laughs> yo, yo, Chris. Oh, first of all, yeah. first of all, Vance, don't listen to Chris. You know how we don't know how he is, but I have my Ben Simmons Sixers T-shirt on. Okay, repping. That's it. He's trying to play me. But, <laughs> anywho, thank you so much for calling in, Vance. Thanks, Vance. All right, no problem. All right. All right, thanks, Vance. <laughs> Rodney Carney. Yo, Chris, why are you trying to play me, bro? It's crazy. I didn't, that's on vintage. Yeah. <laughs> I will turn around and show you the Simmons. Like, I will rep that hard. I mean, you sure? Hey, what? Sure? It's not Rodney Carney. Listen, don't don't make me get up out of my chair. It's a little nippy in here. Okay, I understand. You, you got believe the, you. you got the Elliot Williams jersey on. Yo. You see what I just sent you? Okay, so Mark just sent me um, a picture that says the highest valued NBA contracts. The number one NBA contract right now is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, then Russ, then my boy Steph, 
30, hey 30, Anthony Davis, that's, I mean, that makes sense, Clay, and then who's after Clay? Tobias Harris at 180 million. And then under, listen, let me just, let's just give like just some, like a, a revantage point here. So then after Tobias is Chris Middleton at 177. Then our boy, my boy, number 25. I like, I like Chris Middleton, just not at 177. Right, Ben Simmons I like at, too, at, at 177. Paul George, which is whatever, 176. Yeah, I don't like Tobias Harris. <laughs> Dame, 176. So for Tobias Harris to be one, two, three, four, five, six. the sixth man, Highest, highest paid, paid in the entire league. That is honestly like he got like he got fools. Like we got we got played. You see why I feel the way I no, feel. No, I get right? it. Hold on, we got I another caller. Ninety-eight point five WJYN. Hello, this is uh, Bob Reedy. Hey, Bob. Hey, Hello, Bob. Hey, hey, what's going on, Freak? <laughs> oh no 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 Hang up on Freak. Hang up on Freak. Hang up on Freak. No man, what's going on, Freak? We not uh, talking about I mean, the hunts. You know, yesterday was the day of reckoning that. Papa John warned us about uh, Jalen Hurts is here. It is now his team for the rest of the year. Uh, I, I just want to know how you feel. You know, you're Carson Wentz faithful. How, how do you feel about this? Listen, all this, listen, the better Jalen Hurts plays, the more it, it ensures that Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson say. Who is free? Uh, hey, here's the thing. The better... Jalen Hurts plays, the less I have to watch Carson Wentz make football look so difficult. Yeah, so, but yeah, but I'm happy about that. Hey, question. Did you like, you know, the fact that we've had stuff on Justin Jefferson? Do you like the fact that we've had stuff on DK Metcalf? No. Nope. Okay. I understand where you're getting at because I felt the same way about Brett Brown. I was like, we have to fail so that he gets fired. I understand this. I, I, I know what you want to do here. But, yeah, listen, I'm taking a page out of your book. Blow it up. Now, it, it's a very good page. I, I recommend that book. Um, I don't think it's going to work in this case. I think Jalen Hurts is going to play nice, and we're going to get more Howie Roseman, who I've been talking a lot of ish about for the past, like, three weeks. And yeah, man. So, uh, so oh. Free, I'm going to take your side on this one, which is very rare after our last encounter. I think I should change what I said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is, yeah, which is rare after our last encounter. But no, for real, for real if we want to be honest, like, if we, if we talk about the history of Philadelphia, we are truly the home of the black quarterback. We got Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Jalen Hurts. It's only right that Jalen Hurts. Honestly, we're the home of the backup quarterback. Ah, stop. Don't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep this positive. I'm trying to keep this positive now. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to uplift us. Yeah, good. Leave you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to uplift us. Cause you know I'm going, down back, today. I'm going back to negative when we talk yeah. about the Sixers. So anyway, we are definitely the home of the black quarterback. Like, think about those names I just mentioned. And for Jalen Hurts to wear that midnight green alongside those legendary quarterbacks to just take over and do what he's supposed to do here in Philadelphia. It's beautiful. Hey. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I, I do think this is with something that you mentioned real quick. What is there bad to say about the Sixers right now? The um, fact we haven't even played yet. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Nothing Free. bad to say about this team right now. The only we don't know what we have. For, we just we kind of spoke on this so the one thing that we're just upset about is that Tobias Harris is getting paid so much that's the one thing we're upset about but me and Chris are kind of on the same page whereas we feel like let them play and see how it, how it turns out that's all we can do that's how it started yeah. so, I, mean, I, I have nightmares about Tobias Harris contract all the time 
Yeah. I, I was the first person to be like, we're going to pay him a lot, and this is going to suck, and we really shouldn't do that. And what did we do? We did that, and then some. We paid him even more than I thought. He's the sixth highest player, paid I, player in the league. I can advocate. Uh, we used to work together, and we used to do the show together. He was actually spot on with that. Yeah, I warned everybody. I was like, ooh. You prophesized. Uh, they didn't listen. The bank. I didn't know they would destroy the bank. But, hey, there's nothing we can do about that. There's nothing we can do about this roster. Oh, there's something we can do. Tonight, which is actually starting pretty soon. Oh, and, uh, yeah, and speaking of uh, preseason, uh, who has uh, stood out for you so far, Free? Uh, I, I take everything I've seen in preseason with a grain of salt. Yeah. Everybody's going to say, uh, I'm forgetting his initials, I think it's THT, the guy from the Lakers. Oh, Talon? Talon Horton Tucker? I follow the D-League. So, like, I knew he had skill and hunger, so this doesn't surprise me. Uh, I want to see what his numbers look like on a, you know, per 36-minute basis. That's going to be interesting to see. But outside of that, I don't really care much for what I've seen in the preseason. It's really time for coaches to mess around with funky rotations, which, once again, Sixers, I'm very interested to see what Doc Rivers does with some of these lineups. He can get really creative with some of these. And he's going to have to figure out what he's going to do with Tobias, which is the last coach to get something good out of him. That's what I said, He's Free. the reason That's he got 180 because of I what he did I said that Doc is back. I mean, Doc is here, so maybe he'll get Tobias back in the shape. You know, it, we don't it's know what's happening. Right, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's just let it play out. That's all we can do right now. Also, I really I, I trust Doc when it comes to rotations. I don't trust a lot of coaches when it comes to that, um, especially Scott Brooks. But I trust him to keep the locker room together. I think he has a good core of, you know, personalities who just want to win and want to play. You don't have any head cases like you do with Patrick Beverly and, you know, his partner in crime, Montreal Harrell. So hopefully this works out. Oh, whatever Paul George is, I can never tell. Wow. You, you have a Curry in the locker room. Yeah. They're so likable. Except by me, I hate him. But everybody else what? doesn't like him. You don't like any Curry? <laughs> no, I like Steph Curry's mother. That's it. Oh, she's she is beautiful. She's a very she's, fine woman. She's a beautiful woman for um, sure. Got at least like Curry chicken. Genetics. At least. Uh, yeah. I, I could go. So you don't like you don't like that. Steph? You know Steph? No, hate him. What? I I, I hate Stephanie Curry. I, I don't like her whatsoever. Okay, well, you know, to each his own. I mean, Riley Curry's cool. Yeah, she's cool. She was a meme. Okay. A- any- anyway, anyway, Freeman, um, obviously Giannis signed the Supermax, the largest deal in NBA history. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Just, just say that again. Say that again. Giannis, out to the coupon, signed the largest deal in NBA history. And, and he's going to be living where? Milwaukee. It doesn't make any sense. Why do Why do people like going to Damian Lillard route? And it sucks because I'm a fan. I support small franchises, but I just don't. I, I think he's wasting his career. I don't even really want to speak on it. It's just sad. It's sad to see. Two hundred and thirty million, you said? No, it's two hundred and twenty 
22 or something. 25 or something? Yeah. Free, free question. No, What's it's 228 million. Okay. Free, I got a question for you before we let you go. Okay. What's up? What's um what what are we gonna get from Kawhi Kawhi uh Leonard this year? I think we're gonna get more of the same. I still don't think he's ever gonna be fine from whatever injury happened in San Antonio. Uh that they underplayed and Tony Parker uh, you know, ridiculed, uh, ridiculed him for. But I think we're just gonna get him sitting down in the regular season, which when you're a star like he is, you don't really have to play too many games in a regular season. You don't have to. You're not Damian Lillard. You don't really have to carry this team. But so far, this team can stand on their own sometimes. Hopefully, more than not, if Paul George can step up. But in the postseason, which is you know all that matters, hopefully we get you know the Finals MVP that we used to have. So we'll see. All right, Free, one last question. Who's uh, your MVP pick this year? MVP pick this year? Yeah. Thank you. Welcome to the Luka train. That's not a bad pick. I, I, I'm actually rather shocked. Yeah. That was a good That was a good pick by you, Free. I am rather shocked. Wow. Yeah. Like, this ain't even sarcastic. This, this, this is sarcastic. too much, like, sidebar history this is, this here. Like, too is, many insiders, too many, like, tuck away jokes. This is like, this is like the I'm last like, I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm just kind of like, what's good? Like, I feel like it's like a weird little, like, aura going on here. It's, it's, it's me. Oh, there's yeah. nothing here. It's just, yeah, it's when a little... I see a player come back from an Achilles injury and is an MVP candidate, I will take back what I said about Kevin Durant. Uh, but... For now, I, I'm still putting Kawhi Leonard over him. That that's really what it all stems from. Chris has a problem with Luka Doncic. I think because I said he's the new Larry Bird. Uh, I haven't been proven wrong on that yet, so we'll see. All right, uh, free. Uh, our, obviously, our off-topic question is who will win in the versus uh, Kanye versus Drake. Who's your pick? Are, are you seriously asking me that question? It's a hard question. He gonna say Kid Cudi. It's a hard question. Yeah. Kanye won. Kanye West. Easily Kanye West. I was, I, see, I, I was born in 94. I wasn't, I, I wasn't born in 2000. I don't, I, Drake is cool. Oh my God. Got a gosh. lot of songs on my playlist. I'm not, I, I'm not a, I'm not a college woman, so I'm not a huge fan of Drake. Like wow. You trying to say I was not a college woman, I'm afraid of Drake? Is this the shot at me? No, is this throwing shot? music for college women. That's, he makes music. Does. For the entire world and all of our Instagram posts. No, he okay. steals music from the entire world. He's British <laughs> and he's Jamaican. I'm really waiting he's for him to He's versatile, man. He's versatile. The whole everybody he, listen. He's been there, done Drake that. drops a record, everybody bumping it. It don't matter who it is, where it is, no, anywhere. That's cool. You know that's it's cool. true. I'm, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care about Drake, Drake being. He is the Steph Curry of music for me. First of all, why are we? Why are we disrespecting? Why are we disrespecting Steph? Two-time MVP. Why are we disrespecting Steph right, Curry? All right, all right. Finals MVPs you got. All right, all right, Free. Uh, wow, Free. Once again, it's always been a pleasure. <laughs> you got the number. Uh, I mean, he made it. He said he made it to a finals. He's a two-time champ. I mean, so. Appreciate you, Free. Uh, one time. One time. <laughs> all right, Free. One time. Come on now, you tripping? You you you. You listen too much. You listen to too much Kanye West right now. You listen too much Kanye West. You're getting a little bit, you know. Down comment. Don't get him. The brainwash. Okay. All right. Thanks, Free. We really appreciate you calling. Truly. It was very cool to call y'all from the sunken place. I'll talk to y'all later. All right. Take care. Take care.
Are you listening to Tom Rainey at WJY 98.5? Running back sports show. Sports for the culture. If you want to call in and chime in, uh, Mark, get that call number. That number is 215-763-9596. And uh, our all-topic question is who will win it versus Kanye versus Drake. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, we still got some NBA to talk to, talk about. And uh, we're going to do contenders and pretenders. Yeah. let's get, So, well, I mean, well, we started with our, um, I mean, because you asked free who you thought would be the MVP. Yeah. Who, was Luca your pick? Yeah, Luca's my pick. Okay, who you got? MVP this year. She won't say Ben Simmons. She won't say Steph Curry. I'm going to walk out. She Probably somebody like him. <laughs> you guys just Probably have so somebody little faith in yeah. me. It might be Jason Tatum. He might, he, can, we he not, just, can we not say his name? He just grew to 6'10". Can we not say his name, please? He's you, only, I mean, only already, 19. I already, already told y'all the sickness that I feel when I talk about him. Can Probably Trey Young. Can we not talk about it? First of all, I would never pick Trey Young. I would never pick Trey Young. Not that I don't like him, but he's just not. I would. All right, MVP for this season. I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with LeBron James. That's a safe pick. That's a safe pick. It is safe, but you know what? But I feel like he won't get it because he never gets it when he deserves it. I think... I also have LeBron. I think he's actually going to get it this year. After he was robbed last year. And this year. this says something about this because I'm not always on the LeBron bandwagon. I'm very skeptical of LeBron. Like I've appreciated his greatness as he's come like as he's come along in the league, as he's kind of grown into being the league. Like obviously when he got came into the league, he was the phenom. But now it's like he is the league. So I feel like I've always been skeptical of him because I'm just kind of like I used to hate how he wasn't clutch. I used to hate how he was just big as crap and he just got into the lane and bullied everybody. But now that I've seen the progression of his game, I respect him. And then seeing what he did with the Lakers. And just seeing like how he truly does carry every team he's on, legit. It it makes me. It, I have I have I have his respect. I mean I respect him now. So for me, I'm gonna go with LeBron, and that says a lot for me. I'm growing because usually I would never say LeBron. I would say I would go with Luca, who I don't even know what he's gonna. Not saying I don't know what he's gonna do, but Luca is not obviously not as proven as LeBron. I would go with Luca before I went with LeBron. Mm. Okay. No, that's a safe pick. I mean, but I think I picked LeBron as well. But I also I think it's gonna be Giannis again. I mean, they're just going to keep giving it to him. Milwaukee's garbage. They're going to keep giving it to him. He's going to keep putting up these same numbers. Or you don't think unless, you don't think voter fatigue is going to get there for him? If 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 it finally gets there, they're going to give it to LeBron because they owe him at least three or four. Yeah, at Giannis, least. I've seen Giannis play a little bit in the preseason, and if Giannis is going to be on the same time that he's been on the past two seasons, and I don't care if he won MVP. The way that he plays in the playoffs and how he operates and how his shot and lack of shot hurts his team, that detrimental to that team, if he does that again, like, there's no way he deserves to be MVP because it's like you know this and you still are choosing to not, like, work on that and improve on that. Yeah. Maybe that's also the reason why they got Drew Holiday. Right. You would think. Yeah. Who, kn- who knows? But, yeah, no, I think, um, yeah. What, what about rookie of the year? Who you guys got? Hmm. That's kind of hard because it's like I feel like no one is like the like like a phenom like, like a clear cut yeah person. like yeah it's not like it's not like Zion and like yeah. John there's no real big Luka. hype the yeah. only biggest hype out of this draft I think was Mellow Mellow Ball yeah because you know cause it's, 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 just because of the name Lamelo Lamelo Ball please just because of the name so but I mean he played I mean he didn't obviously he didn't score any points his first game but his second game he scored uh, I think he made a couple of threes he looked good and he looked good with the passing he and, stole his brother's juice. Yeah. I don't even know who Lonzo is. And then they cut Leangelo from the Pistons before he even plays. Yeah. 
I was like, that's dirty. That's because he can't pass. But that's dirty, though. Like, I think they just did that for the hype of having all three of them in the league at one time. And then they just like, you know what? Forget it. We or got our little. Maybe he just can't hoop. But the thing about it is, but why even why even pick him up in the first place? I mean, we picked up. Give like, him an opportunity. He's a shooter. I mean, we picked up like a few players also, and like we cut them two weeks later. Yeah, I it's mean, kind of the same thing. as preseason. It is no, that's true. But I feel like because of his name, they used the name to kind of get that little buzz. And now that the draft is over, it's Detroit. What buzz do they need? Yeah, ain't no, no buzz. Ain't no, no. Buzz. In Detroit, there was a sign of him on a billboard in Detroit. Why would they do that? That's what I'm saying. Like, so they were trying to capitalize off the ball name and everything that comes around that. And now they want to cut him. And here's the thing. But here's the thing. Even though you said Detroit has no buzzers, they don't. Them cutting him, there's people do that. I mean, teams do that all the time. Is now something that's talked about. It was on Bleacher Report. You know what I mean? Like, it's like now the Pistons are. But because what what do they say? Good press, bad press is all good. It's all good press. I mean, technically, they also got rid of Zaire Smith. Why are you not upset about that? Because it's Iris Smith. Oh, oh. Come on. Come on, Carm. I, I, I mean, I'm just... Come on. He has so much potential. I'm not saying so he much doesn't. Upside. He's only 22. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying I don't like the way I feel like they use the buzz around him to kind of get that little... So, in other words, the only reason why you care about him is because of his last name. I... I care because yeah, yeah I'm just listen. Yep. Let's, let's be real. Yeah, we caught you. Listen, everybody. You. Listen, a lot of players have been getting cut. <laughs> I, I, I don't no, feel no sponsor for any of them. No, listen, I understand that, but all I'm saying is, if you're gonna cut a player, that's fine. Cut a player, but I feel like and they didn't, did. They were gonna give him a chance in the first place. They just drafted him because of his name, because of that little buzz. That's why they it did wasn't it. Wasn't drafted. He was can picked I, up. Can I ask you a question? I mean, you know, you picked up. You ever watch any Leandro highlights? I know how he can. I know he just shoots. He's no, you, you ain't. You ain't watching. I have watch watched him. some of his highlights. I have. Nobody's Where? watched his highlights. I've seen <laughs> some. Th- I've seen some of the stuff they show of him shooting. Oh, even his dad knows, man. Right. His dad knew he was. But that's what I'm saying. So why even pick him up? Why his, even pick him up? His nickname Jello. How far he? Goes? Listen, listen to me. Like he didn't. Fl- he didn't play in college. He went overseas. He left that. Like, he really had no footing to stand on to get picked up anyway. So, why did they pick him up? He but played on so- the same team as Lamelo, and he didn't do good. But this His so- brother ain't this even is, passed This him. is what I'm trying to say. So, the point is, the point <laughs> is, they drafted. I mean, like you saying drafted. They picked hey, him up. They all open. There's a reason why. They picked, <laughs> they picked him up to use his family's name and get that little buzz. And then they cut that. I just think that's wrong. It's, it's strong for the for Zaire Smith. They probably picked him up because he actually has talent. He probably he can play. They traded for him. Does he? Does he have talent, Carl? You just said you liked him. Who? Zaire Smith. I never said that. You didn't say that. You have a lot of potential. You just said that. You didn't. Uh, oh, you didn't understand my tone. I was being completely. Oh, you were being sarcastic. Completely. I was just like, like okay, legit. but this, I'm going off what you said. Yeah, yeah, you're no, like 100%. talking. One hundred percent. No, I don't you like. You know what? I think the Sixers could use a guy like Zaire or Zaire Smith. You know, we could. Yeah, like on our G League team. Yeah. I'm sick of y'all. Probably. Oh, wasn't he there last year? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Hey, Either way. Shaq and Shayak, we're in the league. I said now, what I said. Shayak's my man. Though. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with um, James Wiseman. I like him. Um, Draymond Green said a lot of great things about his work. Yeah. Everything that the kid's been doing. And another reason I kind of like him is because it gives Steph a different dynamic that he's never had. He's never had a guy that can essentially run the floor, play defense, and they could potentially get it to him down in the half court. I'm not going to sit here and say that James Wiseman, I'm James Wiseman is already going to come in and like dominate the paint or anything like that. No, I don't believe that. But can he help out that team tremendously? I think so. So I think that's one guy to definitely look out for as far as um, rookie of the year. 
I'll take him over Anthony Edwards because Anthony Edwards isn't going to dominate the ball. You know, D'Angelo Russell. Yes, exactly. So they're going to get more looks. I believe the way that Steph stretches the offense is going to leave a lot of space for James Wiseman to operate down there. I'm going to go different. I was going to pick LaMelo because I feel like his usage range in uh, with the Hornets, you know, him being the primary ball handler along with Gordon Hayward. He don't even start, though. Yeah. But uh, if he doesn't start over Terry Rozier, I'm going to go Obi Toppin. That's not a bad pick. Yeah. I was pick. just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I've seen him a bunch of preseasons. Um, he he looks small, but he plays big. Oh, yeah. 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 So I feel like, you know, they're going to – the Knicks need somebody to get the ball to. I was like, going to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it's going to be it's gonna be him and R.J. Barrett, I believe, that's going to get most of the primary shots. Yeah. So like, I feel like he's going to get, you know, those opportunities to get, like, you know – 14, 16 points, like eight rebounds, and get, and get some high energy plays. You know the For Knicks. Sure. I mean, there's no fans, but it's like the Knicks need some some excitement. They, they do need and the fact they got lost the Rivers now, man. And anyway, <laughs> there's definitely a theme with Carm. She loves the light skits. Yes, the light skits. Yeah. Listen here. <laughs> I'm just I'm just listen, I know that you're just such a big Austin Rivers fan. I was just trying to like, you know, give I mean, you I some liked him when he was a dude. I liked him when he was a dude. Okay. He was nice a dude. My bad. Since then he's been I'm, I'm just saying about I don't really like Austin Rivers. I'm like curious that. I'm curious though. You know you saw that picture with like, you know, Kendall Jenner like dating the whole Right, how would that start a five workout? Like, yeah. It was like Ben Simmons. It's a pretty solid ben start. Ben Simmons, yeah. Blake so, Griffin, yeah, Devin I, I, Booker. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad starting five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, she likes, she likes ball players. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see what Carl's starting five is. Dang. Yo, y'all don't want to know who my starting five is. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Dang. We know Relax. Steph is definitely on there. I mean. Yeah. Steph's on. Ben, for sure. I mean, y'all said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> We don't gonna go do my line, but we'll talk about this as the season progresses, and I'll let you guys know who who I'm gonna say because I give y'all my uh my media lineup. Yeah, I mean my my women in the media lineup. You know what I mean? Oh, let me get Joy Taylor the captain. No, actually, it's between Joy. So they all like equal to me. You know, because you know you just gotta spread your love multiple places. You know what I'm saying? We got we got Joy Taylor, Taylor Brooks, and Roscoe Onwode. I love all three of them. They all fine. Chris, you I you you know how we yeah. feel about Taylor Rooks. Yeah. How do y'all feel about Taylor Rooks? Oh oh yeah, we love some Taylor Rooks. She because fine. of how she looked? No, she's she's a great basketball. She's analyst. legitimately dope. She's really good. Okay. And she's beautiful. Okay. I'm, wanna, just, I'm just checking. About, I'm just checking. Don't leave that part. I'm just checking. She fine. Yeah, I watch her show. No, she does good. I, I like her interviews. I be watching her show. Definitely props. I was watching her this morning. <laughs> Shoot, I had her on in the background while I was preparing. Watching my girl Joy Taylor got her hair all straight. I'm I'm sorry. Um, so Anyways, defensive player on. of the year. You guys got on that. This is the laziest. It's it's probably the laziest award to like that people vote on. Tell me why, Chris. Because I feel like they just go for the most name brand guy and they're like, okay, listen, he plays defense. Yeah. But there's also not a lot of people who play defense in the NBA. I'm gonna go with my boy Ben, man. What do you say? Boom. Ben Simmons. Lock anybody up. Lock anybody up. I'm going Giannis again. I just think they're just going to keep throwing everything at him. Giannis? I feel like the NBA, they're they're forcing, they're trying to find the next star. LeBron, with him signing this new contract, is like... It's not Giannis, though. They're trying. They're trying everything they can. I don't like it. I I like, I respect Giannis' game. I respect all, like, anybody in the league. 
obviously you can play some kind of ball. But I don't really like Giannis's overall game. I feel like he's long and lanky, and he don't do nothing with it. He's like a dunk. That's true. Can't deny that. I feel, like Gian- I feel like Giannis is, a, Giannis is a basketball player. I feel like Giannis is Tim Duncan. I don't think he has that media presence where it's like, you know what, I got to go see Giannis. I need to see what Giannis has to say about this. No, you don't, don't want to see Giannis like play. No, in terms of like per- personality wise, like Why? no, like in terms of like personality, like what he wants to do, like like Kobe Bryant was a superstar. Right. Like everybody knew about what Kobe Bryant was, even if you didn't watch the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Giannis doesn't have that presence. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean that's fair. But yeah, if I'm picking defensive player of the year, like Ben Simmons is a good pick, but I feel like Anthony Davis is going to get it this year. Maybe. I could see that. And you know the thing about Giannis, too? It's just, honestly, just think of his whole story and his name. Just his last name alone, like, gives him that, like, draw that he wouldn't have got if he got he had, like, a regular Greek last name. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just he, like, his packaging kind of fits for what they want, but he's just not it to me. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I didn't pick a six-man. I don't, I need to see, I need to see what's going on. I didn't pick a six-man. Oh, she's not going to pick Trezor, Lou, Wu. Nah. I'm gonna go Shake Milton. How about that? Ooh. I mean, Doc does like Shake. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, Shake Milton. How about that? We can try Shout that. Shout out to Lou Will, man. Homer Six there. Six man like Lou. He brown skinned Carmen. I didn't say he was on my top five. I didn't say that. <laughs> my bad. I'm talking about I, players. I, I was just gonna say I didn't hear because that's the first brown skinned person I heard wow. you mention. Everybody else who've been coming out your mouth. There's a lot of light skinned guys in the league though. We have to just say that there is. I okay. mean, you gotta admit. The mixing of the league is, is that's serious. You ain't lying. I'm just saying. Right? Okay. Hey, yeah, speaking of that, you, you notice how, like, the Sixers starting lineup is pretty much all light skinned people in Joel Embiid? True. Yeah. yeah. Ben, Tobias, Danny Green, Danny, Danny Green, Green. South. And we got JoJo. Yeah. JoJo. Hey. Yeah. There's some things I want to say, but I'm going to say it off air. I'm going to say it off air. Coach of the Year. I'm gonna go Steve Nash. You're gonna you're gonna go Steve Nash off of him just being Steve Nash because you know with Kyrie and KD, it's not gonna be a hard job. All right. That's not his fault. Ninety-eight point five WJYM is calling. Hello. Alrighty. Doggone kids always playing on the phone. Yeah. Alright, coach of the year, you got Steve Nash. Who you got, Chris? Um, that's hard. Because I feel like, you know, last year, like, it was Billy Donovan was, like, a, such a solid pick because, you know, nobody's been to Oklahoma City. I'm going to go Lloyd Pierce. I feel like, you know, the Hawks have everything that they can to, you know, at least be a lower, you know, playoff seed or maybe even higher than that. Um, listen, as long as if Trey Young can score 30 and, like, everybody else plays defense, you know, Rajon Rondo, you know, helps that second unit out, get open look for Kevin Herter and, like, John Collins and all that. I feel like, you know, it – it, Lloyd Pierce could definitely get it. It's not a bad one. Yeah. Who do you think, Connor? Um, I want to go... You know light skin head coaches, by the way. Because <laughs> they're all, like, white, most of them. The Bull from um, the Rockets. Uh, oh, Bull from the Rockets close enough. Yeah, he close enough. He close enough. He, I uh, think he got the curly top for you, too. Yo, can y'all relax? Y'all assuming my top... Y'all going to be shocked and all when I give y'all my top five anyways. Anywho's. <laughs> So, I'm going to go... Sprague will switch it up on us. Right, like, real quick. On that real... Hey, hey. She's going to mess it up. 
Anywho's, okay, I'm gonna go with Nick Maris because this year he is severely understaffed yeah. in terms of his players and his talent. No Serge Ibaka, no Marcus People who are part of his core championship team are gone. He got Lowry, he got Freddie Boy. Mm -hmm. Okay, he got Adebayo. All right, I mean. Abenobi. 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 I'm tripping on names. OG Ananobi. OG Abenobi. I'm tripping on names. So I feel like if he, if the Raptors can come out of the East, I would say like two, two, three seed and still be as strong as they've been, I think that Nick would deserve it. Oh, see so on that Nick Nurse. Oh, so. I mean, I think, I mean, just think about what he did with the team when, after Kawhi left. After they had that crazy season, Kawhi left. Look what he did. They made it to the bubble. They made it to, almost made it to the finals. So it's like, I think that he would deserve it. If he can do something this year with them, with the roster that they have, he would deserve it. I see. You're, you're a Nick Nurse fan as well. I'm not necessarily a Nick Nurse fan, Chris. <laughs> I'm just giving credit where credit is. No, done. that's Chris's guy. Yeah, Chris. Oh, little, that's your guy. Yeah, Chris? Nick Nurse, yeah, my yeah, boy. Yeah. Well, look, I'm just, but like, I'm not like a crazy Nick Nurse fan, but I do see, like, I see how his his coaching has brought his team far. I'm not crazy fan either. I just enjoy good basketball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He deserves it. He deserves the credit where credit is due. You can definitely appreciate that. I got a wild card for y'all that I just thought of, Monty Williams. I just thought of Monty. All oh, for the Suns, yeah. Yeah, I would be. I'm very interested to see how he can turn around that team, especially, you know, having Paul's the addition. Paul's going to turn that yep. team around. It's going to be Monty who's going to be getting him in the right position. Oh, he likes him. But he ain't got no hair, though. Here y'all go. <laughs> Listen, bodies are fine, you know, whatever. Ball-headed. Ball. Uh, Listen, Michael Jordan made sure that, you know, ball-headed ball guys get love, man. Ball-headed guys. Big, big facts. So, okay, so we got that. What's so, next? from the first couple of games of the preseason, because we got, we got freeze take earlier. How about you guys? Who, who you guys like? Who impressed you guys so far in the preseason? I mean, even for, though like you you gotta judge it like you know what I mean light, but it's yeah. still basketball. For me, I was let me, let me just say this: I was happy to see all of our the guys we've been missing be back. Mm -hmm. I was happy to see KD. I was happy to see even though I'm not a I'm not a Kyrie fan really at all. I was happy to see Kyrie. I'm happy why. to see my baby boy step. Okay, I'm, I was just happy to see. Like our, our hoopers back, you know. So that was just my first, you know, n what I noticed. I'm gonna go John Wall and Demarcus Cousins, the Kentucky boys. Yeah, um, they back together. Yeah, uh, I think Pop was crazy. Yeah, the John Wall looks. He's he looks so much better. Yeah, like he was like, like I feel like I'm in high school again. Yeah, he still got that first. He still got that first step. I mean, he's not as fat. Obviously, missing two years off, you know, being off that leg for two years, he's not gonna. Be explosive as he was like when he first came out, but like still pretty darn yeah, explosive. Still good. Uh, it's good to see you know Demarcus Cousins you know slim down a little bit, and be able to run the floor without being exhausted. And Chris, and what I thought was really big on for Demarcus is that he said that he wouldn't mind coming off the bench if that's what the team needed from him. And I feel like that's big for Demarcus it's a big step, because yeah. I feel like in the past, obviously he's been a high caliber player. He was the guy in the, on the 26 Kings. Twenty six and thirteen. Yeah, he was the guy on the Kings. You know what I mean? So it's like he's jumped around. He's been through adversities, and I feel like now he's kind of humbled himself. He's like, yo, I'm still in this league. I see that it's not sweet. Some stuff can happen where I can be out of the league. So he's like, yo, I'm gonna play my role, play my part. And I think that's big of him to kind of grow in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But well, overall, uh, the Rockets, you know, first game without, you know, James Harden, because James Harden had to miss the game because of, you know, COVID protocols. But I like what I saw from John Wall. I like what I saw from DeMarcus Cousins. It's not the fact that, you know, them being able to score the basket. Just I like to see, like, how players, like, being able to run the floor. I like to see, like, 
what what is their move especially with those two guys coming off significant injuries major yeah no facts but what is up with Harden John Wall being in the Rockets he's saying it doesn't sway him now to stay with the Rockets because of John Wall that's reported so yeah we uh, don't know how true that is because those guys were working out all summer together so that that would be like odd to me like when I first saw that I'm like but you know how it is. If, just, you, if, if your mind is made up, your mind is made up, though. Like no matter if Harden is kind of like I really want to go, John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, LeBron James, he want to go, he want to go. I'll tell you one thing. After watching that preseason game, I was like this. I was loving it because the Rockets look so doggone good. I'm like, man, I can't wait till but they pre seasons <laughs> can be deceiving, though. It, yes, it can be. But, but that pick and pop, you can't duplicate that. Yeah, that's okay. that's almost a just one. ball movement. And yeah, like, like it, it was different. Yeah, and obviously, you know, him coming from, you know, Dallas, learning under Rick Carlisle, and you saw, you know, the years, like, under Dirk and, like, mm -hmm. during the championship teams, with guys like, it's better experienced guys like Sean Marion and Jason Kidd, you're mm -hmm. probably going to see a lot more ball movement as opposed to, you know, just one guy just dominating the ball and just, like, running pick and rolls and pick and pops with just one person. We'll see how it looks tonight because James Harden is playing. Yeah. So, I guess the Spurs, right? Yes. Oh! So, oh we'll, we'll, we'll see how it looks. If it still looks that fluid... Hey, maybe Houston's a team we might need to worry about. You know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, then, this is the first time. Yeah, James then, yeah, then John Wall gets traded, you know, because James Harden feels like he can win with somebody else. However you want to feel about it. Yeah. Um, oh, for the, so for the first time, you get to see uh, James Harden running the pick and roll with a, another big. So that could be something very nice. You know, we saw what he did with Clint Capella. So that'd be beautiful, and seeing what he's able to do with Demarcus Cousins, getting yeah. him open and available. Yeah, let's let's have him, let's have him play. Let's have him do that for a little bit, so he gets sick of it and starts gunning. Yeah, yeah, until All Star break, and he's here in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> you were so sure about this, aren't you? It's a no brainer. Is it? It's a no brainer. James Harden's gonna be in Miami Heat. And 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 soon as that happens, how mad y'all gonna be? Ooh. I wouldn't care. Okay, care because we're not gonna win anything. <laughs> Another opportunity, we get to get a superstar. Yet we hold on to Ben Simmons. I just want, I just want to be the fly. I just want to be a fly in every room to see the first James Harden Jimmy Butler interaction. It'll probably be lit. I think it will work because Jimmy takes, Jimmy doesn't care who you are. Play. Right, and James so. Harden plays. Does he? <sighs> anyway, but listen, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say. Last thing I'm gonna say on this. I'm going to tell you this, Mark. I'm going to tell you this because I care for you, you know. <laughs> I'm going to say that I get it with the James Harden thing. I do. Jeez. And honestly, if he could change his style of play and come down a couple notches, I would embrace him on the Sixers. Think about this. And I, I would. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I want you to think about this. All right. Go ahead. You know how we're so excited to run the pick and roll. Yeah. What happens when the defender doesn't rush Ben Simmons? What's he supposed to do? Is he gonna shoot? Huh? What happens when his guy goes? All right, well, he might shoot this year. He might shoot this year. You don't know. You what see happens when he switches this? and this, there's a center the fate. on him? Streaming through my body. Then he's gonna give it back to Embiid. He's gonna have the mismatch. You would hope he does that. But what did Doc say? Doc said, I want Ben to be who Ben is. I want Ben to play at his strengths. I'm not worried about him shooting. That's what Doc said verbatim. Okay, yeah. so if Doc says that, if Doc sees the vision, Doc sees what Ben's... Because here's the thing, but here's the thing too. You can't be good at everything, but I do think in a playoff position, it does hurt us because it makes us predictable. But 
I do agree with Doc in terms of if Doc can find a way to utilize Ben to most of his potential and it can work for us, mm-hmm. then you won't care if he can shoot or not. Because if Ben is doing the thing not. and it won't hurt us in any way how our offense flows, yeah. you won't care. Yeah. But it's like in the it, past we haven't had anybody to do that. See, the thing is, it's not, it's not the shot that I'm concerned about. It's the fact that in order for us to win a championship, which I feel like we have the opportunity to do, especially if we go out and get a guy like James Harden. Like, all right, I know y'all mad. I don't care. So, like, the last (laughs) trade that just came out, it was offered Ben Simmons and three first-round picks for James Harden. People are like, no. What do you mean, no? That's a clean swap. Number one, those three first-round picks, we ain't seeing those because we're going to be good. They're going to be late. So you mean to tell me you get to get James Harden, keep Tobias Harris. You get to keep Matisse Thybul. You get to keep everybody, and we straight up trade for Ben Simmons, and people are still saying no. I don't get it. It's a Philly thing, bruh. It's I don't care. It's a Philly thing. Philly and wanna we're ride not going to win nothing. We're going to continue to not win it. I I just listen. Why, what was one of the, outside of defense, what was the reason y'all love Jimmy Butler? He's a dog. He's okay. a dog. Okay. He's a closer. Oh. Who's our closer? Fortunately. Who's going to get their own bucket in the fourth quarter? Joe from Curry. the perimeter. Oh. Yeah. Seth Curry. Seth. Come on, y'all. Stop playing. He's a Curry. Come 30. On. 31. Cork Moss is 30. Wait, <laughs> I he's, think. Wait, nah, nah, nah. I think. I, I know. 30s Cork Moss, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, crap. The, uh, the bomber. Hey, he, technically, he's light skinned. He cool. Nah. <laughs> it's time for the first game. Right. I just had to get that off my chest. I'm done. I'm done now. That's it. No, no. I'm just going to leave it at this. The All last right. time. Let's just drop the mic on the heart. If he comes, we'll deal with them. If he ain't coming, we'll deal with it. That's it. They should. I I wanted to wake up this morning and get the do 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 Ben but Simmons and three first round picks. I'm trying to tell How you. But like done? Chris said, it's not done because they haven't played a season under Doc. I That's know, why it's not I done. Know. They can't just bail but, out on their investment. Okay, the fact right. that they didn't ask for, for anybody long? else, they didn't say we don't we don't want Maxi, we don't want we don't want Tobias, we don't want this, we don't want that. Can just I give us Ben Simmons. Then? Yes. Then who who's guarding Jason Tatum? Tobias can try. Defense. I'm not saying who's going to stop KD because nobody can stop KD. Nobody who's, can stop him. Who's going to slow down? So, all right. So, so yes. You Here can't we have go. everything. He doesn't play defense. I mean, Name 30 players in the NBA who play defense. I'm sick of when you be like, well, no one really plays defense. That's Drew a lot. That's, that's a freaking lot. can't name 30. No, Drew no, Holiday. no. The, Lake, how, the Lakers, no, the Lakers play. won. No, the Lakers won last year because they played defense. Miami got to the finals because they played defense. Toronto beat the Warriors in the finals. Not just now, injuries also helped that, but because their defensive schemes to trap Steph Curry on the pick and roll on the top of the key was the reason why the the Raptors was able to win that finals. You look at any other team over the past several years, their defense was the reason why. The Warriors weren't just also this is amazing three-point shooting team for a bottom five offense. They started winning because they also started playing defense. And Doc said he is defense-focused. So you think one person is just going to – now we all of a sudden have no defense? But the, you're, you're, you're saying the same thing about Harden. One person can change the schematics of a team. So uh, one Absolutely. Person, okay, we're talking so, 30 points so, a game versus but 60. But it, we're but also, show, talking, we're but also talking about our best perimeter player. But it's shown that – Who? Listen. Ben? Yes. Listen. 
and he's, he's, a, he's not even a perimeter player. He's trash. Our, player. Player. our best, our Mark. best defender. Mark. Oh, okay. There it's you go. been shown defender. from Harden. Just look at just look at all of Harden's games. He will drop fifty. 40, and his team won't even win still. What the is, the, is that? The fault of it is it's just not conducive to, to team basketball, Mark. That's not his fault. He's How not is it the not coach. his fault? Yeah, you're right. It's never his fault. He's not the coach. So when, it's it's never his fault. For the past eight years, it's never been his fault. When is he accountable? So when is he ben accountable? Simmons don't put up no jump shots, whose fault is that with the new coach? But like I said, what if he plays in the schematics of our offense that we don't need him to? What if we had Joel Embiid and, and James Harden running the pick and roll? You trying to be Clint Capella and James James Harden, JoJo and James Harden. Think about that. But where did they Joel get them? Okay, no, okay, the pick and roll. Okay, let me ask you. Ben okay, here's the thing. It's kind of funny. You brought up Jimmy Butler. What was also the one thing that Jimmy Butler also brought to this team that we seriously lacked after he left? Heart. Exactly. Okay. Every listen, Ben Simmons got heart. Listen, here's the thing. Every listen when it comes to teams and their identities and how their their mental makeup, you Does adopt. You adopt on how your best player acts. Here's the thing. Jimmy Butler, when he got to there, all right, listen, we're going to be defense, we're going to be accountable, and we're, we're going to be no nonsense. LeBron James, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. Plenty of nonsense. It's next. We're not, job's not finished. Right. James Harden doesn't do that. Ben Simmons does? James Harden is about James, James Harden. Listen, James Harden doesn't do that. And the only time that we actually saw a rock, that Rockets team actually do that was when Russell Westbrook got there. They started adopting Russell Westbrook's you know, mentality stuff. Okay. That's when they. That's when their defense started to pick up. That's when when they started to actually, you know, mindset play matters. Yes, mindset, no, mindset does matter. My, mindset definitely. Morale and the team identity matters. I just, I'm just tired of the fact of people complaining about these future first round picks and what Ben Simmons can become. And like, I'm good off that. I'm good off that. And it make matters worse when I found out how much Tobias Harris made. And he's our no, third we're option gonna, we're if we're being gonna, real. No, no, no. That's I why, agree that's with why you. I that came contract, in like this. That's that why contract, I came in like this. That contract was, was a bust. That was crazy. But you just can't. You got to just let things play out. I know. Because we, I know. we might still get hardened. Who knows? We might. And like I said, if he does come, we will have to deal. But if he is not here and wherever he goes, we will have to deal. Another question just to, that I'm throwing out on the top of my head. Any, okay, hypothetically, right? Any other top five player outside of Harden becomes available. Mm -hmm. Anyone that you can think of, are you trading Ben? Like who? who like Steph Curry? I'm definitely trading for Steph. Oh, okay. Luka, yes. Okay. But look at but look. Are there what, more? But look at what kind of it? players they are. Is there is differences? No, no, Chris. I, I get what you're saying, but there, there, there has to be more. No. There's no more. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So now Steph Curry's. I'm, I'm sorry, now Ben Simmons is a top five player? Ben Simmons. I'm just saying, what I'm losing in terms of Ben Simmons, I need... You're just losing defense. That's a significant... But you no. were talking about he team moves, defense. In the conference, we have Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, and... He's not just defense, Bro, though, can, Mark. He's what not about, just defense. What about we got, we he got, moves we got the Terrence offense. Ferguson now. We still got Matisse Thibel. Terrence like, Ferguson. You're going like, to put Terrence Ferguson on Kevin Durant and hope Bro, for the best. we're going to try. What do you think Ben Simmons going to do? He's not. No one's shutting down Kevin Durant. No one's shutting down Kevin Durant. I think who's shutting down James I Harden? I think you're kind of. I think you're you're losing sight of the the positive column of Ben because you're so focused on the positive column of Harden. And He's only focused on one column of Harden. That's yeah. actually and that's just scoring. And that's yeah. what we need. We need perimeter scoring and someone who's going to close out. No, we need defense. We, we, defense. we, we have score. defense. We didn't win a single playoff game without Ben Simmons. 
Exactly. Jason Tatum literally shot over nearly 60% from the floor without Ben Simmons. He was, he was getting ate up. Yeah. So we had no, and, and, and we had no one there. We had no one there to help Joel out. Nobody. Tobias, $180 million. Nothing. Wasn't there we to help Joel. We already know about Tobias. It doesn't that's, matter. That's just... It don't matter. He wasn't there to help Joel. That, that's... All right, James all right, Harden. All right. Let's just see. Tonight's the first game. Let's see how they do. Listen, I need to see. Okay, I really need to okay, see. Okay, can I ask you a question? Please. Who's better, James Harden or Kyrie Irving? James Harden. So why hasn't the Nets traded Kyrie Irving for James Harden? Because Kyrie and, and and KD are probably best friends. That's why they chose. You don't to go think to Joel and ben, you don't think Joel and B and Ben Simmons are? Uh, I mean, they ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just telling you. I'm answering your question. And also, is she a listen? Listen, right? It's just like you can have a relationship, right? And you invest in so much time and money and yes. resources and and pictures and photo and shoots and and you like you know you guys have matching sneakers and matching like you know outfits. You, know, you bought that stuff to wear together, you know. Right. And then it's just you decide, yeah, girl. I met this other girl at the mall. She was like really like she was she was just. She was speeding through the mall, man. She looked good, you know? And you just dump your girl and all the outfits and all the pictures and all the time because you want to be with this fast girl at the mall. And it's just like, damn, baby, like, I thought we was I thought we was one, you know? So, like, that could be, like Chris said, that could be what's up with Ben, because it's Ben and Joel. It's now it's KD and Kyrie. Okay. It's Steph and Clay. I Listen. You get it? So, I, it's like, I, I do it's understand. just, they have, to, they have to let their investment play out. They had to see if he can function and be better under a new coach and a I, new kind of system with new players around him. They have to give that that chance. And I don't that, blame him because that makes sense. And honestly, that's and honestly, I'm kind of sick and tired of that Philadelphia fan mentality where it's like, we always want what we don't have, even when some, even what we have right now isn't necessarily broken. It's, it's not broken at all. And, and honestly, I was like you guys before James Harden became <gasps> available. No, I really was. I'm very optimistic. Got but it. top five Got players don't become available. That's all I'm saying. Top five players do not become available. And maybe there's a reason why he's available and nobody jumped on it yet. We're gonna see. We got about 11 minutes left. Should we Should've move known. on? Yeah, we can. James Harden alone. Now you're stuck with all this wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. So, so we're, I, we're. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Uptown Radio WJYM 98.5. Running back sports show, sports for the culture. If you want to join in, Mark, get that call number. 215-763-9596. And uh, we only got about, you know, 10 minutes left. And uh, we Much want to thank everybody, you know, in regards to our call-ins, uh, everybody tuning into our YouTube feed, you know, uptownradiophilly.org. Yes. So uh, we're going to dive right into our last topic. We are done with the NBA. If you want to call in and tell us otherwise, you can. Yes. We got heated. Yeah. Uh, you know what? No one wants to have a part of this conversation right now. No. We're going to be yelling when we go off air, probably. Yeah, we are. We, we, and I'm cursing. I can't wait. <laughs> no, obviously. No, we're not. We're going to be rushing out of here to go see the Sixers. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Th we got to get a watch. Thanks for reminding me. Yes, yeah. we, got, yeah, we got places Seven, to go. 30 people. We got places to go. Yeah. So our side conversation for this week got very, uh, I wouldn't say very heated, but a little bit heated when we got off the air last week. We were all excited about the Keisha Cole and the Ashanti that versus. Didn't that didn't happen. Unfortunately, didn't happen. Ashanti got cold with it. Baby I girl. was ready to see them because they got finally. Ashanti would have won. But every, no, Keisha people were like crazy about Keisha. Bro. Like Keisha. Man. Have you ever listen? Are, are you listen? Keisha Cole. When was, last, when was the last time you heard a Keisha Cole song? I'm a Keisha Cole fan, bro. 
Uh, are you sure your ears working when she hits those high notes? Stop playing, dog. First off, Ashanti can't really sing. She can't sing. It ain't no difference between her and J-Lo. They both like, can be on the same track. They can't, neither whoa, one of them can sing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Stop. They, they don't have no...
Yeezy fans like it. I'm a Yeezy fan, but I don't like that. Album. I don't like anything of his. All right, hold on. We got a caller. 98.5 WJYN. Who's calling? What's up? What's up? This is Chovy from Boston. How you guys doing today? What's going on? It's side. like a true story, you know. It's kind of like you know. I feel like every word that he says. I can dig it. Oh my god! <laughs> that was a banger, though. one of his songs that, is, that sticks out to me. I guess it wouldn't go up against anything Yeezy had in terms of like this battles up with each other, but yeah. Unless Yeezy did like Dear Mama. If you're gonna, if hey that's mama. yeah, that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, Hey Mama. Unless he did that, then you could kind of do that. Tonight's matchup against the Sixers and Celtics tonight. Who you go? Who who you going for? Don't say the Celtics. Is that what you're gonna say? You must have heard my spiel about how I'm sick to my stomach when I speak of Jason Tatum. But yeah, I'm excited to see him as well. I mean, anybody who comes from LeBron, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. He only 19, too. Yeah, also, uh, hey, uh, Jovi, so how excited also you are for uh, Jalen Brown? You know, Jalen Brown was definitely uh, big time in the bubble. So how do you feel about, you know, his development along with Jason Tatum? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? How do you feel about, you know, uh, the? you feel like uh, Jalen Brown is also going to have a big season as well? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say he's up there in that maybe top five if he does his best 
one last question before you go. Uh, so, uh, what's your uh, what's your favorite Kanye album? What's your favorite Drake album? Thanks for calling in. You got the number. Uh, call back in any time. Every Tuesday, five to seven. Absolutely. Thanks, Jovi. Yeah, Thank you. All right, man. Thank Thanks you. for your support, man. Congrats again. All right, and uh, ooh, we are at our time. All right, y'all. And uh, yeah, once again, you're listening to Uptown Radio WJY and 98.5, and this concludes our show for the week. Once again, you got Chris Thomas, Mark Thompson. Got your girl Carm. Go Sixes. Absolutely. Until next time, see you next week. Later.